Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello and welcome to Still Got Legs, a Doctor Who rewatch podcast brought to you by another Happy Studios. A double-decker bus stranded in the sands of an alien planet and the storm is approaching. Hello and welcome to Still Got Legs, um, the only Doctor Who podcast in the world. My name is Nathan. As always, I'm joined by my companion as we go on this adventure through time and space to rewatch all of Doki Who. Well, some of it anyway. His name is Lawrence Thomas High C. Good evening to you, you cunt. Oh, that was so elegant until the last bit. Good evening, sir, and good evening to you, loyal listeners. How is everyone doing today? It's probably not the evening. Stop asking them questions they can't answer. No, they this answer is not, and they this is not how numbers. podcasts work, okay? You're just it's not a call and response sort of thing. They have You're... to... They're not here. It's just us. Well, then I feel very alone and very afraid. We were making silly faces at each other in the intro. I know, and I was, I was laughing. <laughs> and it probably showed up as well. So... <laughs> Stop doing that. We were going, hmm, <laughs> after Nathan's inquisitive intro. Stop revealing these peaks behind the curtain. I don't like it. They love it, though. They love oh, it. Oh, I just and got I... an email. Oh, it's for the podcast. Oh, got someone just got in time. just in the nick of just time. Just in time. Oh, Bloody oh, hell. Last second. Anyway, uh, well, I mean, you got probably about an hour and a half till we get there. But like... Yeah, but you're not checking them. Oh, yeah. Have you collated them into note form or are you rolling no, them I'm just, I'm this just, week? No, I just read them off the, the Gmail. <laughs> so those notes, didn't they didn't last long. No, my notes are very thorough. I spent no. an hour and a half doing my notes. What, after the episode? You were like, yes. My God. I watch the episode. I then watch Doctor Who Confidential. I uh, leave it a day. I then watch the episode again and collate my notes, Lawrence. This won't go on. This won't, will. You won't keep this up. I will. I'm determined. Anyway, 
Um, today, Lawrence, we're talking about Series 4, Episode 15. What? This what? is new. Uh, the Planet of the Dead, written by Russell T. Davies and the cunt, uh, directed oh, by no. James Strong. Oh, is it that guy? Yeah, it's that guy. But... Oh, fuck. Okay. We, right. we don't, we don't I, I feel like it's mostly written by Russell, though. Because uh, I, I, he was not featured or mentioned in Doctor Who Confidential at all. So I feel like maybe the cunt like wrote the outline or something, and then Russell's like, well, I'll do the rest. Oh, yeah, they have to toss him a bone credit yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I mean, I, I don't know. That's just me like justifying why I kind of like this episode, but... Oh, okay, fair enough. Oh, is that where you're at with it? Are you are you revealing Lawrence, your hand? Lawrence, shut up. Okay. 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 <laughs> shut up. Okay, sorry, Nathan. Shut up now. <laughs> i got to say, before we go into the episode, uh, I listened back to The Next Doctor. I don't often listen back to our, our episodes, especially now that they're like two and a half hours long apiece. Yeah, they're pretty long. How do you think I feel? I haven't edited the cunts, mate. Yeah, I, I'll be honest. It's not... It's it, Sometimes I feel like... We we chat and then we have to re-listen to the same conversations. Now sometimes I feel mm. like I've spent an afternoon with you and I haven't spoken to you all day. <laughs> well, that should be nice. It is nice. I'm not saying it's not nice. Well, it's not nice when we scream at each other, and that's my experience of our. We never <laughs> scream. Oh yeah, we famously get on about everything in these podcasts. We do anyway. What was your point? I wanted to to congratulate you on your bravery for for boldly keeping in your stomach gurgles last week. <laughs> I thought it was funny. It was funny. <laughs> yeah, I, I wasn't sure when it happened, but then when I listened back to it, I was like, oh, "That's kind of funny." I'll leave it in. Yeah. What I liked is that it became part of the episode. After it happened once, and you were like, "That was crazy," and we acknowledged it. And then it, yeah. as it, as the episode went on, you you started reading something. Your stomach went, and then you just restart. You went into podcast mode of like, "I'll give you a clean take." Yeah. <laughs> No, I just wanted to say that I was very impressed, and uh, yeah, everyone yeah. should should endeavour to be as bold and brave as Nathan. Well, if only that were possible. <laughs> um, yes, anyway, Doctor Who, uh, the Doctor Planet Who. of the Dead, it's here, an Easter special, mm. as it were, an Easter, spe- and by that there's an Easter egg at one point, and that's pretty much <laughs> yeah, it. It's- <laughs> it's nothing what i mean what do you do for an easter special? Yeah, unless it's religious yeah <laughs> it's it's nothing yeah but like whatever there's an easter egg the, t- um, the doctor lands the tar- the tardis in that rock that jesus is trying to move or something he lands it next to the cave i don't think you know the story of the bible that's not i know the easter you story he you rose don't again. know any you don't know any stories um <laughs> lawrence did you notice anything different about this episode of docky who uh, like format wise, what what how, how do you Just mean in, in what respect? In general, okay, did anything well, stand out to you that was different? Uh, well, it was obviously overwhelmingly Easter themed. I did pick up on that. Um, Nothing else. Daniel, Daniel Kaluuya. No. Uh, More technical. I'm talking. Uh, an hour long. <laughs> no. I don't know. You've given me nothing to go on. <laughs> I'm just seeing if you if you noticed anything. No, Nathan, is that what no, you wanted to okay. hear? I didn't well, notice something. Well, Lawrence, let me let me inform you. Let me uh, get you up to date here, since you haven't done your research clearly. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've been little boy for not knowing the answer to a very vague question. Lawrence, uh, we've been doing this podcast for about a year now, a little over a year, which means we've been rewatching Doctor Who for a year. Uh, a rate of once a week. Um, and it's looked like shit. 
It has looked awful. Oh, okay. And continuously like shit for a whole year, Lawrence. Yeah. But that changes. And that changed with ah. this episode. Because this is the first episode of Doctor Who that was broadcast in HD. Fuck. We are out of the era of Doctor Who looking like shit. And I tell you what, it looks good. It does look noticeably better. You clearly didn't notice, though. I mean, obviously I didn't. But, like, <laughs> I, like, I'm thinking back to it, and I'm like, there are some crispinesses, crispiness to it. Was so there's a lot more, up until... you'll, there's a, you'll notice there's a lot more uh, up-close facial shots on this, because they can do that now. Oh, the whole flexing. title sequence was redone. The whole title sequence was redone in high-quality visuals and stuff, so it looks so much crisper and cleaner and everything. I feel like um, a terrible fan. I did not I feel like this. you are. I feel like you should have paid attention. <laughs> I didn't notice this at all. It genuinely looks so much better. And even Doctor Who Confidential as well. It's also had a makeover and, and looks great as well. Um, but, yeah. Oh, I apologize HD, for not noticing. We're in the HD era of Doctor Who. So everything up until this point was in 480p? Yes. Yes. Oh, God. Okay. I feel like, I feel like now I'm going to get a few episodes into HD and I feel like going back to those episodes i'd notice it more but like i mean i noticed it <laughs> <laughs> it was it looked terrible yeah but shit like this really aggravates you it gets under your skin doesn't it this like like if you if you're watching a youtube video do you go straight to the settings and no like I, if, if it's not on well i can tell all straight away you yeah. thankfully my youtube like knows to play it on the highest quality mm. um but if for whatever reason it's not i can straight away tell and i'm like no what are you doing I think maybe I'm used to watching things on a much smaller monitor for work, so maybe I notice it less. Surely you you watch Doctor Who on your TV, don't you? Yeah, I, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> so sh- I watch it on the View Source monitor <laughs> for Premiere Pro. No, but surely you must notice that, like, visually speaking, because it's quite a difference between didn't... like last week and this week. I didn't pick up on it, but if I were to watch it again, I would probably see it now. I'm very now that I've been made aware. I'm very disappointed in you. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to start like this, all right? Well, look, fine. it made you happy and you noticed it. And you can, you, look, you've won. You've mm-hmm. won the point. I didn't notice it and you did. <laughs> I didn't want to win the point. I wanted to discuss the point. You wanted to share in the glory of the point. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Nathan. No, it's fine. <laughs> so you love this. This is your favourite episode of Doctor Who, you said. Okay, well, no, no. <laughs> that was never said at all any right, point. Yeah. Okay. That was, that was never said. Uh, I quite enjoy it for the most part. I think it's a good bit of fun. It's yeah. it's nothing too serious. It's a good bit of campy sci-fi. We get away from... It's not just an episode of Doctor Who filmed in the streets of Cardiff. Um, so so that's mm. good. It's filmed in Dubai, yeah, actually, um, in a desert. So was it was it on, were they on location in a real desert? Yes, they were, Lawrence. I have plenty of notes about it because <laughs> okay. I. Did my homework. Okay, stop saying this like I did. Well, I watched the episode. Well, okay, you didn't go the extra mile, did you? No, it's um, true. Yes, so there we go. I think this episode is the definition of fine. Like, it, I just... No, don't boo me. Oh. No, that's fine. That's fine. I just, I don't know, there's just... After it, last week... Yeah, and I, that's the thing, right? I was really hoping to come into this because I remember kind of not, not, not liking this because, like I say, I just don't have a strong opinion on it. Like it's it's absolutely fine. 
but that like that's all it is. I don't think it surpasses it, but it's not like offensively bad. Like it's not even absurd like last week was. Like I don't know. There's, you there's have just fun. I, I I had fun, but like it it is it's weak, right? Because there's like the no, villain. The villain. Okay, sorry. <laughs> no, but like the villain isn't that interesting. It's like a, there's there's a companion character that whilst I do like her, she is somewhat undercooked as a character, I think. And like that's part and parcel with her just being there for one week. Like, and I get mm. I get that, but I don't know. It just I don't know. It is fine. It's just fine to me. All right. Well, we'll get into it. I guess we'll get into yeah. why you hate this episode, but. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> there are there are some moments of it that shine, I will say, but we'll get to them a bit later on. Okay. Does the fact that we are once again back at the Cardiff Museum does that uh, shine for you? And uh, a location we will frequent quite often in the in the episodes to come. My, I mean, series five, I can think of at least two different episodes off the top of my head. Oh god, where we visit like, two separate episodes where we visit the uh, the Cardiff Museum. So I, I was reminded of the Lazarus experiment episode. Yes. Um, and immediately, I remembered you said you you were the first person to tell me this is this is going to come up a bit. So the same place. Yeah. Yeah. I immediately. If I was that like, was if that was that episode, I can't remember. But it's what, the one where Martha has Tish hosts a party and yeah, maybe I can't remember. Yeah. But it's Martha definitely becomes that. a scorpion or something. Um, yeah. No. I yeah. I mean, it's a nice lo- it's a nice location, but it's not very transformable, is it? Yeah, I think it works for well. It's it's a museum that they're using as a museum. Uh, yeah, so, you can't really so, go wrong with it. <laughs> uh, exactly, it works. All right. Um, anyway, get comfortable with that. It's a good space to use for filming, so I can mm. see why they use it. What I don't understand is what is this high tech security system <laughs> we have? What is this? What is this laser gate that's yeah. like? Guarded by four guards who don't even look at it, and then <laughs> yeah, they all uh, face the other way. <laughs> how is this better than a safe? <laughs> like, it's how? Like, just put it in a cupboard, mate. <laughs> I didn't understand the vibe of them because, to be fair, like they all the salt, like they're they're soldiers, right? Like, quote unquote, like they well, they're, they're security guards. Yeah, and this is what I'm saying. This is the confusing <laughs> part of it because they are just security guards, but yeah. they march in in formation and they're like, in the centre, lads! <laughs> and it's, it's all military-based. Yeah. It is, yeah. But they're, they they all, they're all dressed like Ben Stiller in Night at the Museum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They are security guards, but for some reason they're armed to the teeth. And, um, yeah. Yeah, very military. Yeah, no, the high, the high tech of it always is a bit fucking absurd. Like, also, it's not... It's not like... A, a consistent laser like it's just that what if you were just like you could crouch under it if no one was there you could just crouch over it uh, under it or jump over it like what do you know it, what i mean it, no it's not like a door it's not like a oh i see it's, it's not, not encased like a, yeah 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 it's literally just a perimeter and they've this got is what i'm saying like how is this better than a safe yeah it's not <laughs> under no exactly <laughs> they, just well, they put just put the fucking cup in a safe <laughs> chris um fucking is it christina chris chris yeah, yeah. She, um... Are you having a stroke? No, <laughs> you look like you're having a stroke and a I'm, panic attack. I'm not having a stroke. I was just confused on the name and I didn't want to get it wrong. But then I didn't want to ask you because then you'd call me out for not watching the episode. You haven't even watched the episode. Oh fuck! There he did it. Did it. Um, yeah. No, you can't flirt with a safe. So she needed to. She needed to have a little bit of a back and forth. A little. Did she messy. flirt with a laser grid? No, but she like you know there was replacing it with the the cat thing and then the guards noticing it like. 
Is that flirting? No, it's not. But it's like it's 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 a playful idea, isn't it? It's like you need to have a little bit of silliness. Then why choose the word flirting to describe oh, it? Oh, you're being pedantic. No, I don't get what you mean. <laughs> I'm saying she has mean? a playful personality. And you can't really... It's just... If, if she encountered a safe, it'd just be boring. Because it'd just be her opening a safe. I think... And I'll go into this more throughout the episode. But I think she's a bit of a fucking idiot, to be honest. Um, <laughs> okay. But I'm not going to explain that now. But I'll go into that later on in the episode. Yeah. Um... Uh, and that's not a hint to any later segments or anything. That's just like it will come up as okay. we go through this. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, I love Mission Impossible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It it is a little bit like that that weird kind of abseil, and I feel like like they have a perimeter set around this thing, but an alarm doesn't go off when the the roof is breached <laughs> yeah she somehow just like sawed open the roof of this yeah. i mean she's a cat burglar maybe she's got like a a laser cone thing or whatever i can buy that all right that's fine she's got a bag with a shovel in it i can yeah. buy that she's got a high-tech laser cone thing or whatever right? she's got a high-tech high-tech laser <laughs> thing and then a yeah. shovel and a shirt that makes perfect sense to me all right yeah, yeah okay. what i can't buy and cannot understand and this kind of goes into the way i think she's a fucking idiot mm. um what i can't buy and cannot understand is the fact that she escaped she escaped through the building and was on the roof yeah on the outside of the building okay yeah and then we see her running through the museum and then <laughs> She takes her fucking mask off <laughs> before she's even outside of the fucking building. And I'm like, you're a professional cat burglar. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing? Look, I, I can hand wave some stuff because she does it for the thrill, as we find out. Right? I know, but she she, we she see doesn't want to get arrested clearly, for the thrill. We see that she's very clearly on the run and <laughs> she does not want to be arrested. <laughs> so she i know yeah there's a few things about everything in that that doesn't really kind of line up she does the um the indiana jones raiders like counterweight switch out thing yes um and there's like a full second where there's just no weight on that thing and it's not maybe a problem it's timed. <laughs> maybe it's timed i mean maybe yeah but i mean yeah oh well, she's probably done her research all right i'll forgive her for that but the um yeah the mask thing is absurd and it's just like I don't, she's dressed in full black thief leathers. Yeah. And then she like just runs outside and like maybe the police are just stupid because they spend a full like 30 seconds like who could it be? And yeah, they just they just true. bum rush some guy. <laughs> well, it was I think it was like her boyfriend, wasn't it, or something. Oh, she does say sorry to him or something, doesn't she? Yeah, like her getaway driver or something. Oh, so she 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 cut bait and ran. Yeah, yeah. I think she was with him, but then oh, she I was see. like she changed up tactics. I love that. I love that the getaway driver sat there. He's very loyal. He just sat there whilst all of the police sirens come <clears> roaring down, and he's like, "She'll be out in a sec, I reckon." Yeah, it's a uh, it's a bit much. But anyway, she gets on a bus. She uses <laughs> some diamond earrings in lieu of a an oyster card payment. TFL on getting there one pound fifty. So this right, burn. this bothered me. Have you ever had an oyster card? I've had several thousand. I didn't know if they were cards. still in place when we were at uni. I couldn't remember. They were, yeah. Okay. They were, contactless was just starting to come in when we went to uni. I see. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, because here's the thing, right? Like, <clears throat> if if you had an Oyster card, 
you could yeah. put your money on an Oyster card and then you could touch it on. And it was like the first instance of like, you know, like a school lunches, you put money on your lunch card or something. Yeah. And then, yeah. then or off your you fingerprint. go. Yeah. 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 But like the thing that gets me is that she's like, I don't have an Oyster card. Here's a diamond. I'm like, yeah. Or just the fare. You can still just pay the fare with cash. <laughs> like... I don't think she has any cash on her. What? She's got she's got a shovel, but, but she hasn't also got the you cash. can't you can't you can't pay. Oh, you probably could in two thousand eight or two thousand nine, mm. but you can't just pay uh, for cash on London buses though. Uh, no, not anymore. But I I yeah. remember all the time when I was going to school, I used to yeah. get my oyster. Card. You could, to be fair, in two thousand nine, you could, mm. you absolutely could, but you can't anymore. I remember because it was the heinous price of two pound forty. Yeah, it's more expensive when you're paying cash than it is uh, than it is with the oyster. That's yeah. how they get you. dreadful. <laughs> That's how they get you to get to pay that five pound or whatever it is for the oyster card. Lawrence's fucking war on TFL continues, but not not today. <laughs> I, I don't have it in me to to have a row about it. All right. Um, well, the doctor he's dodging TFL fares because he can <laughs> <laughs> he can the psychic paper apparently works as an oyster card. I guess yep. so. Yeah. I d- <laughs> So I guess this is a new use for it. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense, doesn't it? It's I yeah, it's vague enough. I just I don't know. It, it does feel funny to me that like I know the doctor's there and he's tracking stuff. You know, we'll get to his little device in a minute. But I, I do find it very funny that he's just left the TARDIS and like gonna board a few buses. <laughs> See where that gets me. He's tracking. He's got his. He's got his little dish. <laughs> I know. He, I, I would have thought he'd be running. Remember in Partners in Crime and he was just sprinting all about the suburbs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what do you make of his dish then? Uh, Lawrence, I can't talk about the dish yet. I've got more important things to talk about. <laughs> okay. okay. First of all, okay. Uh, are you ready for me to get pedantic about things that don't matter? Uh, oh, is this London Skyline stuff? Vaguely. Okay, yeah, yeah, I'm strapped in. Yeah. Go for it. The bus, okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, the bus. It's it's the number two hundred route, okay? Oh no! Very clear, very clear. You can see where I'm going. Fuck you, know. It very clearly. My says, man's had the timetable up of an evening. I have. I've looked at the actual route. Fuck it. All right, go on. It, let's get this done. Okay. So the bus says Victoria. Okay, yep. two hundred Victoria. Okay. The actual 200 London bus route goes from Lambton Road in Wimbledon okay. to Mitcham, neither of which are anywhere near Victoria or run <laughs> through it at all. Yeah. It's actually not even on... Uh, this is on the south bank. Victoria is on the north bank. Um, <coughs> they also mentioned Brixton several times throughout the episode. Yeah. Again, this bus route goes nowhere near Brixton. <laughs> um, <laughs> so... Have the numbers been changed throughout the years? Look, Are you that's looking at two thousand and nine schedule? To be fair, I am not. Oh, I am the looking, cracks are showing. I am looking at the schedule as it stands today. But that's a big change, okay? And I don't think they'd make a change that big. It's it's more just little changes over time. You know? Also, like my, to be fair, my point is is based off the the thesis that the TFL would update or modernise in any capacity. You um, really hate TFL. I man. fucking hate them. They suck. TFL are g- f- fairly decent, all right? No. You have not had to deal with public transport anywhere other than London. I have. Okay? I have. You haven't. Now I have. You haven't because your wife drives you around. No. And that's <laughs> you can drive. 
<laughs> right, so, but on the rare occasion I have yeah, had, to, no. had to dive into a bus. Uh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. All right. Don't act like you're slumming it with irregular people. No, right. look, I, I understand London <clears throat> has one of the best, but that is not to say that it is perfect. It is far from perfect. It's not perfect, but it's not bad. I, I hold it to a higher standard. Coming from a small country town like I did to London when I moved there for university, I was like, this is the best thing ever. This is genuinely incredible i lived in a town where the buses stopped at 5 p.m nathan you deserve better 5 p.m lawrence it was once an hour and it stopped at 5 p.m and was it like nine quid as well and it was it was it was like fucking five pounds 60 to get into town exactly absolute fucking joke i didn't live like that i'm just saying i think that you should you should expect more. You pay enough. TFL are fucking stingy bastards. TFL is so cheap. I just said no. £5.60 for the fucking bus compared to anywhere in London for £1.50 or whatever it was. Look, I don't... Maybe, yeah, look, maybe maybe the cultural divide of our of our growing up experiences. Exactly. You there, growing up in your fucking castle, <laughs> fucking with your £150 Sonic lipstick or whatever. Fuck's sake. Right? Anyway, oh. happy Easter. We love a chalky egg. We do. It's a good Where, you, a good where you out egg. with Easter eggs? I like an Easter egg. I love an Easter egg. I fucking they're dangerous though cuz like are. I'm cuz this time of year, man. Like yeah. Easter eggs are on the shelves and I'm like, "Oh, this is dangerous time, mate." Do you know what? I go for a cream egg more than an Easter egg. I, I love, love a cream egg. egg. I love a cream egg. I always remember being thoroughly disappointed as a kid when um because I got the cream egg Easter egg, right? Mm. And in the day, back then, in like the fucking 90s or whatever, the the, the Easter egg <clears> was <throat> like, it was basically, it was wrapped in the same foil as the cream egg was. Oh, I already so know it, where this is going. Yeah, exactly. So it just looks like a big cream egg. So I'm oh. like, oh, fucking amazing. <laughs> get me a spoon. I'm going to go to town on this. You know, like that kid in Matilda, just <laughs> your face just coming out of an absolute yes. hole of cream. Like, oh. <laughs> exactly uh unfortunately it was not to be though because it, it was just a hollow easter egg and uh, the the absolute disappointment and heartbreak i went through just so then like, what do i do now you know there are people out there that you know an easter egg has like the seam around it like the perimeter a lot of perimeter talk yeah. today um <laughs> you know how people do no with the gate the, the little okay go on yeah <laughs> don't give me that look fuck you <laughs> there are people out there that like break their egg in half by the seams to keep it like organized in the fridge just smash it on your head that's what i fucking do yeah yeah just <laughs> fucking headbutt it just absolutely wallop the cunt <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's what you gotta do <laughs> yeah yeah no uh yeah I, I i go for an easter egg but it's not it wouldn't be my chalky of choice what would be i like a bar i like a more consistent bar i like that you're a fucking idiot an egg beats a bar any day. Who's yeah. choosing a bar over an egg? I just think I think you've got uh, uh, a preference because they're seasonal and they feel a bit more exquisite and a bit more because they are. they are. Okay, yeah. Look, I can't. <laughs> look, I, look. I'll go for a cream egg. That's my that's my vibe. Cream eggs are seasonal. They're extending that season by a lot. Don't get me wrong, but it, yeah. they are seasonal. They're like, oh, it's a Halloween cream. What is this? <laughs> Just just be brave. Just go, it's a cream egg. Just go year round, mate. You yeah. can do it. No one's going to judge you, man. They, why do like, they do that? 
like I don't know. They're just leaving money know. on the shelf, surely. Yeah. That's not the know. expression. What's the expression? Money on the floor? Table? Money money on the I don't know, I've got money on the mind. Yeah. Um straight up grinding. Anyway, the doctor he doesn't love a chalky egg because he no. wants to keep his teeth or whatever. Yeah. Very within ten. Yeah. <laughs> just vain till the last. Yeah. I got yeah, bad news for those teeth. But we're not there yet. No, we're not. He gets there the long way round. He does keep those teeth. <laughs> Eventually. Spoilers. Spoilers. Oh, we've spoken about... People Spoilers. know tenants... Okay, fine. Spoilers. Fine, fine, fine. <laughs> you idiot. Can we talk um, about Ted's right. device? His little dish. Yeah. I guess so. You love it when he pulls out a little... I do, I do. I love it. It's one of my <laughs> favourite things. I love it. It's one of my favourite things when he pulls out a little device, especially if it's like moving or whirring or something or he's like doing that thing where he looks at it intensely and then he, he might put it up to his ear or something like that which doesn't make any sense but yeah. i don't know i like it it's good fun it is i think that the actual dish bit that pings off uh yeah i think i didn't get a quick enough glimpse at it right but i think it might have been one of canine's ears you know his little ears that spin around they go no no i don't i cannot picture canine's ears now you're gonna have to he's in that it. fucking cupboard isn't he He's, he's forever stuck in a cupboard until he's needed. No, it's not one of those. Do you not think? I thought it looked no. like No. No, it's definitely not one of those. Well, unfortunately, here's a clip of Russell T. Davies telling you that you're wrong. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have that. <laughs> you don't have that, no. It doesn't exist. I couldn't have that. <laughs> you're um, right. So, yeah, tenant, Tenant's got a... Tenant? Ten's got a device. It's It's going ding... He's using it to. What is he tracking? Like it's not going ding. All right, but you, you, no, but he's holding it up, and it, they do tend to go ding. If it flicks off, what's he scanning? I don't know. Vague stuff. Stuff. Vague wormholes and sign stuff and whatever. Don't worry about it. I feel like yeah, because he seems like he has foreknowledge of this is about to happen. He doesn't, but he's tracking some kind of energy mm. that'll do a thing or whatever, and then it does a thing. All right. Yeah. What? Why this bus specifically? We don't know, but hey, that's just how it was worked out. The the script said so. Yeah, they needed. Yeah, that's just how it worked out. I'm more interested to know. All right, right. is the bus driver aware that he's been chased down by the police? Okay, I thought about this. Yeah, because like it's not a high speed pursuit (laughs) by any means. No one on the bus seems to know what is going on. This bus driver just seems to be doing his usual route. But then the police are like, we're in pursuit, we're in pursuit. Whiskey 9, Tango, Delta, X-Ray. Like, fucking... But they're going, like, 20 miles an hour. Yeah. Just behind the... They're not even attempting to, like, try and pull it over or anything. They're just they're just following it at a leisurely pace, really. At, at first, I was thinking maybe, like, he's in on it with the... He's got a diamond. Maybe that was, like... There was a bit of silent communication there, like keep it moving do you know what i mean but like yeah but he's but he's just doing the normal drive though yeah he's not he's not accelerating he's not stepping exactly uh i do like that like he doesn't he may not even know it's happening and they're setting Mm. up perimeters with like armed guards and stuff (laughs) they're they're fully pointing their gun at the bus like what are you gonna do shoot it like it's it's filled with normal people yeah Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Maybe. Maybe. Um, yeah, I, I also think that the, Christina's approach to it is very strange. She like mm. gets on the bus to be incognito and to obviously use it to get out of there. Mm. Um, but like she's just holding this ancient chalice just in her hand and staring out the window to the police chief or whatever. Like, no, she's not. She absolutely is. She's holding the chalice bag. in her hand. No, it's in no, her she, hand. She's holding the Easter egg, you dickhead. Was it in gold wrapping? Yes. <laughs> You fucking idiot. Right, you were I think it was 10 who was holding it as well. It wasn't even her. I'm it's sure. In a, she why was would she it. just have that out? Because also, 10 makes a point of seeing it later and being like, oh, I remember this at the fucking court of King, whatever his name, but I don't remember seeing you there. All right, fuck, you may be right. <laughs> you fucking idiot. I saw a gold thing. I was like, well, and- I saw gold. It must be the same thing. Right. Well, that's what the police chiefs obviously thought. She, either way, she's still staring out the window. No, the police chief him. knows her. He's been chasing her for a while. Yeah, but then look the other way. This is what you were saying about her being an idiot, right? Just turn your head. Yeah. <laughs> but then still, she didn't just have the chalice out in her lap, though. All right, fine. I was wrong about one thing, but my point overall stands. I don't know if it does. But okay. Sake. I don't know if it does. Uh, sorry, that was his little dish. Um, where are we going here? Uh, Michelle Ryan is the companion for this week. She plays uh, Christina. She is most famous. You may know her, Lawrence, from her work on EastEnders where she played Kat Slater's daughter in a very famous scene where um, she screams, you ain't my mother. And then Kat goes, yes, I am. It's very famous. <laughs> Sounds very panto. It's, no, it's it's like it. televisions were stopped. I don't know what that means. Everyone stopped and gasped, Lawrence. It was oh, a very see. dramatic moment. The nation were at the edge of their seat. Exactly. It's one of the big moments that everyone knows, Lawrence. You know this about me. I've never watched a soap opera. I, I know. Just... You've never... You you have. For someone who has a pop culture podcast, your knowledge of pop culture <laughs> is surprisingly small. Okay? I just... I've always seen them as, like, inaccessible. Like, they're just... There's a million episodes they've been going for, like, 50 years. Like, where yeah, do you, you jump just on with that? You, wherever you fucking want, mate. Yeah, but that, 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 to me, is like... Is anything happening, then? If I can just jump on wherever... I literally watch EastEnders once a year, and when it's at my when it's when I'm at my mum's house on Christmas Day, okay, yeah, that's the only time I watch EastEnders and I have a great time with it every year. Did Did Danny Dyer die and then come back the next Christmas so that he could have a year off? Genuinely, have no idea. Couldn't tell you. Okay, is that which one is the one where he goes? I was a total slag. Which one's that one? That's EastEnders, and that's that's Cat Slater. 
Michelle oh, Ryan's mum. Yeah. Oh, okay, so that's her that. then. Uh, yeah. Well, it's her mum, yeah. How do people leave the show? Like, do they, do, like is her daughter just killed? <laughs> they quit. What do you mean, how do they no, leave? But like, They're not they held there at ransom. No, I know. But I feel like, because it's such a, like, a community-heavy show, isn't it? Like, everyone's related in some way, or they're someone's cousin, or fucking someone's mum. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah, there's big, like, families and stuff, yeah. So, wh- so when, like, Mich- I presume Michelle Ryan is not on EastEnders still... No, I don't think she's been on for like twenty years or so. So when like, she left, do, do they still like to this day? Do they still like? Oh yeah, she's off in Tenerife. She lives there now. Oh, I don't think they're bringing her up pre- these days. <laughs> but like for the first few months or whatever, you might say, "Oh, I just got a text from fucking whatever her name is or whatever or something." And, like that, and then know? the audience turnover forgot about her and she didn't exist anymore. <laughs> yeah, people can leave. I don't know what what your issue is here. People can leave shows. <laughs> no, of course they can. But like this is one of them long running shows where like. Or they can also die as well. Do they ever? Do they ever pull like a, like a cameo thing, or like Michelle Ryan comes back and she's like, oh, I'm back. oh, people are coming back all the time, mate. <laughs> Cat Slayer and fucking uh, Alfie, whatever is Alfie Moon, they've come back like twenty times, like between the pair of them. Mate. Which one was the one that had some crisps and then got pushed down the stairs? <laughs> I can't believe I know exactly who you're talking about. <laughs> she was in an episode of Dog True. <laughs> um, the one who had some crisps. What was the name? I think it was Heather. Her name. Was, That's it. Yeah, her name was Heather. Because yeah. I remember Phil Mitchell comes in and goes, "What are you doing here, you stupid fat cow?" And proper lays into her for no reason. <laughs> yeah, she comes in. She just walks into the pub and says, so, "And says so like, has anyone got any crisps?" And he just goes, "What are you doing here, you fat cow?" <laughs> And I, the other one I remember is Phil Mitchell like kicks down the door and then just outright fucking lays bare an eleven year old, just clotheslines him clean out. Was that his son Ben? Uh, it was a little his, creep boy. He's famously been played by like twelve different actors. I think he was this guy. Yeah, yeah. He was yeah, proper. Like, I can't remember what his line was, but he was a proper. He, he felt like a creep. He felt like they were going to take him down a psychopath route. There's that iconic line where Ben Mitchell, like, he, like, pushes someone over and then, like, grabs a wrench or something. And then, like, you need smacking down. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And it's, like, an 11-year-old boy with glasses. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Phil Mitchell was right to clothesline him. Just <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Right, anyway, so... Dr. Anyway, that's the standard talk for this. <laughs> what the fuck? Why do people No wonder these episodes are, like, three hours long. <laughs> there came a point, I don't know, I can't pinpoint it exactly, but there came we a point... We haven't even got to the planet yet. <laughs> <laughs> there really became a point where we just stopped going, like, like, we've just lost all sense of trying to condense these at all. Yeah, we lost that fight a long time ago. Yeah. This is what you've done it's to over. us. Everyone that writes in saying they love long episodes, this is what you've done. You've let us, you've let the genie out of the bottle now. <laughs> no, we don't care. We just <laughs> go on these tangents and there's there's no stopping us. So. Yeah, I'm not even looking at the clock. I'm happy to talk about Ben getting clotheslined. This um, is what you wanted, remember that. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, um, his little dish, whatever, wormhole, we're in Dubai. We are in Dubai. Um, yeah. Uh, there's a lady who can, we don't know her name yet, but we know that she can hear voices. That's going on. Yes, yeah. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Great. Okay. Well, cool. The episode doesn't really do much about it. <laughs> well, it does. I mean, you could argue it does like a very big thing. Oh, yeah. Her. Later but... <laughs> on. But like, I just wanted to bring it up so that when we bring it up later, it's not like, okay. oh, we didn't address that. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll address it throughout the episode. Um, do you want to know some fun little tidbits about the episode being filmed in Dubai, Lawrence? I would love nothing more. It was a fucking nightmare. Right? <laughs> um, so they had to ship over the bus to Dubai. They had to put it on a boat 
and say, Fuck take me. this take this big double-decker bus to Dubai, please. And they were like, yeah, no worries. They get to Dubai. The bus is broken, Lawrence. The bus was damaged in transit. Oh, right. And they had to then write that into the episode. Fun fact. So it, oh. the reason why it is a little bit shattered and broken at the top is because that's what happened when they took the bus to Dubai. Oh, that, like, so, they didn't even... Like yeah, extra it was fuck just, it up. Yeah, no, it was just a normal bus when they shipped it off to Dubai. But yeah, so and, they're, they're and just... I like the idea of them unboxing it, and they're like, "Here it is, exactly how you gave it to us." <laughs> to be fair, the damage was a lot worse. Like they show you it in the confidential episode, and it looks properly fucked. So they, they like oh did like a good repair job on it to to get it back to that state. That's but... that's like best case scenario, though, is it? Like adds a layer of like realism, and they they didn't have to pay people to fuck it up. Like no, but they had to pay people to fix it because it was like unusably fucked up. Oh, like, I see. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You should you should have seen it. It was you should have watched Confidential. Um, <laughs> <laughs> More tidbits, please. Also, um, the weather was always like not what they wanted it to be. It was like it was regular, like lots of sandstorms and stuff, and they couldn't like film on certain days. No, in the in the desert. Just, in the desert, yeah. Who'd have thought it? <laughs> yeah, someone Before should it, have seen this coming. But then the worst part was, and I didn't even really think of this until like they mentioned it. But they they had to constantly brush and comb over the sand between takes because obviously footprints and everything. So oh like, god, yeah, yeah. So they do a take. You, you'd have like David and Michelle walking out of the bus and everything like that, and then wait, like, right, we got it cut. All right, let's reset, and they just spend like an hour just like fucking oh. just like brushing all around the bus just to just to get it back to how it was, and then. Right, we'll go again. Let's let's go. Oh my god, so, that gave me PTSD to working in a bar, and you fa- famously in a bar when you got it. Someone's ordering a Guinness. <laughs> no, stop! Don't 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 set me off. Right, but when you when you mop down a bar, you mop yourself out. Like that's this just, is the same thing. Yeah, it is the same. Do you know what? I'm fine. You don't get my story. No, go on. Go on. But it was, no, this makes me sound ridiculous now. You've put me in a corner because it's not even a story. I was just going to mention it. No, go on. You do that thing where you mop yourself out to the door. Go on. You mop yourself out to the door, but then like the second that like someone forgot something, their phone is still behind the bar, they step over it yeah. and you're like, for fuck's sake, you have to go back to the beginning and mop everyone out again. Yeah, it's exactly the same. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. Uh, the woman says they're surrounded by the dead and then she hears voices mm. yeah good honour great cheers Lawrence <laughs> um, <laughs> I thought you were still doing tidbits I was I was giving you pause. no that was that was pretty much it okay that was pretty uh, much it yeah. yeah that does sound like a fucking nightmare um, yeah. also I feel like like the Dubai set in general like the desert there are parts of it that just look CG'd anyway well there are because so, so they were on a desert yeah. And then they CG'd the rest of the desert. Well, yeah, because the desert wasn't... There's, like, cities and stuff and everything. And, like... Oh, I see. Okay. They wanted it to look like a, fu- a full-on desert that goes on for fucking years and everything. Well, and no, I guess there just wasn't an angle where that was possible. And, yeah, and, like, the perfect alien vista with three suns. So. Well, yeah, I get that. <laughs> I'm like, what, <laughs> Dubai? I didn't yeah. know they had this. <laughs> Maybe that's why everyone goes there. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've got a note that just says, and this is, we're going back to Christina being stupid, right? Okay. That it says, uh, she's, she says she's ready for every emergency. Yeah. Right, at one point. I can't remember what she pulls she out. Sunglasses. She sunglasses. 
That's sunglasses. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so and she then pulls the doctor, out. The doctor sonics his glasses to turn mm. them into sunglasses. Tenant's. Oh, we hang on. We we haven't talked about this, right? Tenant is looking cool. I think. It's just a regular ugly brown suit. No, no, but not the... Why, not... Is, he, why is he looking cool? Because he's got his glasses on. He's got his cool boy sunglasses on. But you see, I don't think he is, though, because they're just his regular glasses, but then he's he sonics them somehow, and now they're sunglasses. Mm. But, but then they're just still in the shape of his regular glasses, so they're just these little square sunglasses, which look stupid. <laughs> You need like a big round aviator or something. Oh uh, yeah, but I would. I feel like that that would feel like undoctorish. This feels like nerdy and useless. But I think he's rocking them. I don't think I, they didn't stand out to me as looking goofy. No, he looks so stupid, especially <laughs> in that suit. Um, but, shut up, fuck you. I said the 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 note I had was Christina is ready for every emergency. Um, yes, ex- except escaping the crime that she planned. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> it just made me laugh because I was like, we've literally just seen how ill ill prepared you were for for this exact scenario. What do you um, think of Christina? Um, I I like her, and I like I think I think the show it tries to like tell me that she would be a better companion than I think she'd be. Like, because okay. she is very resourceful. She's and resourceful. She mm. takes charge. She's quick to be like, "Here we are, boys. Let me let me sort this one out." See, so this is the thing. I feel like she does take charge, but it's very, mm. and this is maybe a part of why I'm not a big fan of the writing. And it's interesting <laughs> that you know it is written by someone I didn't know it was written by. It feels mm. some of her you speeches. Pay feel attention. Ve- yeah, <laughs> yeah, some <laughs> some of <laughs> fuck's sake. some of her speeches feel very condescending, like. Yeah, there are part like where she's like, um, you know, like everyone remember everyone's names. There may be a quiz, and it's like, you're wasting. What are you doing? <laughs> Stop! <laughs> you're wasting everyone's time here. I don't think she's actually going to do a quiz, Lauren. No, I know she's. I don't not. think she's actually going to hand out pieces of paper and be like, right, everyone. No. Question one: What's that's... Daniel Kaluuya's name? No, that's that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying she she has this smug persona about her. That yeah. is like is a part of the character, um, and I think she's at her best when she is taking charge, but not in those moments. Like when she when the doctor's just blabbering on, and she's like "fuck this," and just gets the abseil equipment out, and off she goes. Like yeah. those are like her strongest moments. But I feel like the show also keeps going. Like it keeps making one of them say, "Oh, we make a great team," and it's like, like <laughs> all right, I I know it's fine. Hmm. I do think they make a good team. I have kind of mixed feelings about her because, like, I, I do like her. Yeah. Um, I think I think she's fun and she probably could have been quite a good companion. Um, I feel like people... She kind of falls into the category for me that, um, that Clara does. And this is a companion to come. Mm. Um, and... Uh, and... and this isn't my feelings, but I feel like a lot of people don't like Clara because, like, Clara is naturally very doctor-like herself, and oh, she's okay. like, and she's very like, not just a companion. Like, she's quite happy taking charge of the situation and that kind of stuff. Right. And I feel like sometimes people, and I'm not saying everyone does this, but I'm not saying if you don't like her, this is what you're doing. But I'm, I feel like sometimes people are like, "Well, how dare you?" 
you know like yeah, don't step uh, on his toes kind exactly of that's yeah. the doctor's job you know <laughs> i feel like some people have a bit of a complex uh, like that sometimes um but i, I don't know i kind i kind of like her i think she's fun i think she could have been a good companion um she's a bit like i don't know the aristocracy that that line i was like is that, <laughs> is that necessary like you just, he just seems like a like a poor little rich girl, you know, sort yeah. of thing. Yeah, but I don't know. I, she's interesting. I think she's an interesting character. And she could have been a, a fun companion if the Doctor wasn't depressed. But Yeah, I mean, I mean but at least he's depressed about a different person this time. Like, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's true. There's well, some... There's some I, think there's, I think there's some Rose depression there still, but... Oh, yeah, because he saw her again, it all got dragged up for him, didn't he? Exactly, yeah. He had even more Rose trauma dumped on him. <laughs> um, now, now she's off with my twin. Exactly. Now this is so much worse. <laughs> me and the bad bitch I fumbled by not being me. <laughs> anyway, um, the bus driver turns into a skeleton. Uh, he does. He's an idiot and all. He is, is an idiot. What was he doing? Are you fucking he... walking straight into this? Even, he even like says to the doctor so we can get home through that and the doctor goes no the bus came through we can't and then he goes well what are we waiting for let's all go it's like you fucking idiot listen man. yeah it, it was it because it's, it's so clearly stated <laughs> yeah it's not gonna be a good idea and also just like put yourself in the shoes of this right like your whole bus has just been transported through fucking space yes I'm not, and and you felt it on the bus. They were all roll like rolling around, falling. Just over. look at the bus. See, yeah. look at the damage that the bus took on a bus which is a lot stronger than you. <laughs> and then picture yourself. Like, oh yeah, I can take, I can take that. Yeah, <laughs> I I do, I do love his attitude of like, it, it, it's very. I'll be home in time for tea. Off we go. It's so I'm confident. going home, mate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then he just turns into a skeleton. While the doctor's licking sand, he loves licking things once again. I've got this. We get we get some yeah. tenant licking. Yeah, yeah, love that. Yeah, it is very good. He, it doesn't taste good, and I do like Christina. She just she goes like, "What well, is sand? Like, what, what, yeah. what were you expecting it to taste like?" I mean, he's right. But the, to be fair, there is dead people in the sand or whatever. So yeah, oh, that comes back so to another we funny. Um, we're not there yet, so I'll I'll, I'll hold on. Another observation. So shut the fuck up. Okay, yeah. sorry. Uh, humans on buses always blaming me. Bit of you're, a fun line. You're reading my notes. That's my next. I'm note. reading my notes, Lawrence. These are my notes. It's almost like we watched the same episode. <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Right. You can cut this if this isn't a hilarious joke, or you can laugh at me. Right. But at one point. Right, okay. Was... First of all, can we stop giving me more work to do? The <laughs> end of it, all right. <laughs> it's already long enough. Okay. Can we? Can we just try and get through this? <laughs> all right. Well, all right, here's a funny joke. You can either laugh at it or not, and it will stay okay. in the episode so that there's full transparency, right? <laughs> okay, right. great. If 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 we're talking about humans on buses blaming the doctor, yes. If midnight is midnight, then this is midday. <laughs> oh, it got a chuckle. Oh, I don't know if it did. I think it uh, did. Look, I see what you're going for there. Yeah, you like I, it. I see no. <laughs> I see what you're going for. Okay, but um, execution was off, I think. Uh, yeah, I feel like I didn't commit to it. I'll give you a four out of ten. Uh, do you know what? I'm over the moon with that. I, I was Great. I was coming in at a two, to be honest. <laughs> well, yeah, I was being nice. <laughs> oh, no, don't say that. Right, let's move on before it goes Great. lower. 
Great, okay. What happens next, Lawrence? Speaking of numbers, Nathan, that was a great little segue there. Uh, was unit, it? When yeah, was well, you haven't got, you haven't heard it yet. Let me get there. Right. Okay. Unit are called in. Uh, they declare yes. it because obviously the the bus driver just turned into a skeleton. Um, yes. In the middle of the the, the road. Uh, so unit are called in. Uh, emergency code one, which means nothing. Again, we have no. Yeah, whatever. No idea. We don't know what that is. <laughs> nope. Um. And yeah, basically, unit come and set up. I do like that. There is this this <laughs> there's this funniness of um. Uh, of Captain Magumbo walking down, and and this mm. guy, this 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 police chief is like, well, "Hang on, I need that. There's that woman in there that I need." And she, she's like, Let's "Clear the area." She's like, get fucked, yeah. <laughs> just out of the way immediately. Yeah, I yeah. do. I do like that. Uh, technically, yeah, this is a different version of Captain Magumbo, not the same one. Oh, I suppose from... it would be. Yeah, so technically, this version would have no idea who Donna or Rose is. So. Oh, but I mean, the Doctor in unit is legendary anyway. That's a big part of the episode. So they need the bus. So they wrote this into the episode, but they need the bus to get back through the portal because it's like a, it, it's the conductor, basically. It will, yeah. it will stop them It'll all getting vaporized. Yeah. Um, but the problem is the bus has a million problems <laughs> with it. Well, I mean, it's in a fucking alien planet for one. That's, it's that's buried... primo number one problem, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's buried in about, like, fucking four feet of sand, so <laughs> it ain't going anywhere. It's got sand all in the engine. Mm. The driver's dead. He just turned himself into a skeleton. <laughs> so Yeah, but the driver's replaceable. Someone else can drive. <laughs> that's not <laughs> no. a bus problem. Well, someone does try to drive, and then they fuck it even more, but... Oh yeah, they try and like turn it on, and then they just run it out of petrol. <laughs> Why? Yeah, that should have been the thing number one. I, I get you're on an alien planet, but like check the petrol immediately. Well, I mean, but really, what good is it going to do though? Other than being, I mean, like, they don't need the petrol in the end, yeah. But even so, like, oh, we got this much petrol <coughs> left. Great. What, no, what does that do? What does that change? Yeah, fair. Yeah, yes, but still, I don't know. See, don't don't feel like let's rev up a few times. See what well, happens. Let me just take this jerry can down the local ESO, all right? <laughs> I'll just get us a few more gallons, boys. You all stay here, all right? This is what I'm, this is what I'm saying. They, they can't do that. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> anyway, do you know what I love, Lawrence? What? I love these moments where the Doctor can take, like, what is completely seemingly dull and ordinary, and, and he has this way about him where he just makes it seem so magical and like mm. exciting you know like when he's talking to everyone in the bus and like he's asking them what their plans are for the evening there's like a chops and gravy and just like just ordinary everyday stuff they're gonna do the dishes yeah and play the lorry and it's it's the just beautiful and then he says the planet is nothing uh, that planet out there is nothing compared to all those things waiting for you and it, and it just makes you feel nice which I enjoy. it does it, it's yeah. it's very like Again, you get to see why the Doctor has such a, a reverence for Earth and holds humans in such a high regard, right? Because he is... 100%. It's, it's, although it's the life that, you know, he can't have, it's mm. still very much a life that he admires. And like, yes. it's Also, it's just a great... Like, this is what I mean about the Doctor taking charge and why I think he does it <laughs> slightly better than Christina does <clears> in, her, <throat> in her brief kind of bus talk. Um, mm. Is he... He rallies up the morale, right? He... Luckily, he does, he's yeah. been lumped with a better group of humans than he had in Midnight. Um, God, but he yeah. just he just takes. He it. really got off easy <clears throat> this time. Around, yeah, yeah. I imagine if he had the same lot. <laughs> oh my God! Can you imagine? Yeah. Jeffro would have been no help. 
Jeffro would have been useless, and that that dad yeah. would have been sat there like, no, I'd rather <laughs> I'm going to let the tires. Well, why should out. I do it? It's my holiday too. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's just mm-hmm. you know he 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 takes a, like special moments like to like he makes people see the beauty in in their own lives. You know, like there is mm-hmm. nothing more interesting than going home and doing the washing up and going to um, Riz up Tina and everything else. <laughs> Yeah, big Daniel Kaluuya. Yeah, Daniel Kaluuya is here. He's he's here. Yeah, Daniel Kaluuya, very famous now. Not very, very famous in two thousand nine. No. I knew him before this, though. Black Mirror. No, no, no. This was was <coughs> it before Black Mirror. Uh, I would have been around the same time. Let roughly. me because it was Black Mirror season one, right? Yeah, it'd have been around the same time. I know. I knew him from Skins as uh, Posh oh, Kenneth. Yeah. In skins. Oh my god! Well, yeah. Black. I've just seen Black Mirror was 2011. So, oh, so yeah, it was yeah. after this then. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, um, he was in Skins. He was. He was Posh Kenneth in Skins, and he was also a writer on Skins as well, I believe. Was he? Um, I think so. Yeah. Fucking hell, Daniel Kaluuya has been busy, <laughs> man. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. That's how. That's where I first knew him from. Mm. I was like, oh, it's the guy from Skins. I was about to say he's like criminally underrated, but he's not now. He's getting his flowers now. He's very much in the now in the conversation. he is, but yeah, he, he he has been criminally underrated for the longest time. It wasn't mm. really until Nope that um yeah not true. Nope oh, uh, no, get out get, yeah. get out yeah that he like really took off. Even like Black Mirror would have probably been the biggest thing he'd done for for quite a while. That's probably um, true, actually. Yeah, yeah. But he's great. It's great. He's always good to see him and stuff. And he's good in this. I like him. He's good fun. Yeah, he's got that. I, I like the. Um, yeah, what, what does the doctor say? Where he's like, like, like almost like a warning of Tina, and he's like, "Oi!" <laughs> like, there's a proper little. Oh, he says, uh, "Yeah, he's going through the list. He's like, chop some gravy, wash it up, doing the lorry, and poor old Tina." That's oh yeah, and he's like, "Hey, stop that!" <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the lads. <laughs> this is a, this is later on, but the moment with the watch as well, like when uh, oh, the yeah. dog said, "Like he needs something gold." He's like, "Yeah, <laughs> use this." I'm like, "I said gold, mate." He's like, "Please." <laughs> we've been to Camden Market. All right? we, <laughs> yeah, we, we've seen these men. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, oh yeah, that that um, <laughs> the ending for Daniel Kaluuya's character in this, I, I think, mm. is funny. But we'll we'll get there when we get there. Um, so yeah, Christina and the Doctor <laughs> get to talking. They are yes. kind of finally getting to know one another now that the Doctor's kind of raised morale and he set everyone off with a some degree of a job. Yeah. Um, even though it's, I think it's busy work, isn't it? But he wants to keep spirits high. No, I think that there's genuinely trying to get trying to get them out of it. Oh yeah, because they're. Sand I don't think it's busy work. Stuff. Yeah, I don't think it's busy work. I think they are trying to do what they can. I, I guess I only say busy work because nothing changes to the bus. If anything, the bus gets worse, and then the doctor brings the solution back on a silver platter. <laughs> like, yeah, but they don't know that yet, though, do they? I guess, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, I, I do quite like the exchange <laughs> of um, Christina reveals she is Lady Christina, and he's like, oh, I'm a lord. Oh, of where? Oh, it's it's quite a big estate. <laughs> yeah. And it is, to be fair. It is, yeah. 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 Um, that's why they see a big storm off in the distance, I believe, as well. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do we find out about the storm yet, or do we... No, no, yeah, it's just a big storm for now. Yeah, okay. Big um, storm. <laughs> just a big old storm. I, I, I got reminded, storm. I don't know why, this is very specific to just me and you, but they wanted longer episodes, so we're going to talk about it. I remember okay. them in AC Origins, just every time Bioquin, Sandstorm. 
<laughs> Sandstorm. <laughs> you'd just be on your camel out of nowhere. And suddenly you, you'd be raising your hand up and you'd be like, oh, this is different. What's this? <laughs> Sandstorm. Um, Good game. Um, Lee Evans is uh, here yeah. as Malcolm, the uh, the unit's scientific advisor. I, um, I love that unit is one phone number away from a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, it's six seven, not seven six yeah. or whatever. Otherwise, you get like whatever pizza place that. <laughs> but can you imagine people that like people want a pizza? People are doing this in reverse. They want a pizza, and you're suddenly getting welcome to the Unified Intelligence Task Force, and they're like, oh fuck, fuck. <laughs> Who's calling a pizza shop, though, these days? Oh, but 2009, be fair. Yeah, he was on his way out, though. It, it was, it was. Maybe that's why Unit took the cheaper number that was on offer. Yeah, maybe. maybe. They were ahead yeah. of the curve. You yeah. ever had that feeling where you act, like you accidentally press 999 and like your phone does like the emergency <sighs> ring and you're like... <laughs> I I cannot tell you. The, well... I have never accidentally pressed 999 in my entire you life. You never had that? People do that all the no. time. How are you accidentally dialing 999? No, but you know your phone has like that emergency. Like it will just dial 999 if you like do something to it. I can't remember what it is, but there no. is a feature where your phone does emergency dial the police. Yeah. Well, then turn that feature off. That sounds dumb. <laughs> it doesn't happen a lot. I'm just saying it has <laughs> happened. And I've been like, ah. No, I don't have that. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> this is not a relatable scenario for me. Okay, I apologise. Um, anyway, Lee Evans, Lawrence. Yes, he's Comedian, here. heartthrob. <laughs> um, but Lee Evans is here as Malcolm. Now, I want to know, Lawrence, I'm interested to know, mm. was the character already called Malcolm before Lee Evans came aboard, or did Lee Evans request that the character be renamed to Malcolm? Because I don't know if you're aware, but in a lot of his stand-up routine, he will refer to this, like, idiot character he comes across as Malcolm. Oh, really? Okay. Yes, exactly. So so I've always wondered that. I'm a big Lee Evans fan. I like Lee Evans. I think he yeah. genuinely is one of the best UK comedians. Um, and he's he's hilarious, I think. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I think he's great in this. He's, he's good fun. I don't think... I think he, like... Because his stand-up, <clears throat> he's very... His style is very... Like, not this, but almost Jim Carrey-ish. Like, big faces, yeah, big yeah. gestures. Like Very big, yeah. Yeah, um, and I quite like that, like, um, on, like, watching this back, uh, uh, being older now, like, I'm watching it, like, and he actually kind of mm. underplays it. Like, he does, you, would, yeah. you would expect bringing in Lee Evans would be the one to be, like, you know, the mad scientist. Then he has the goggles, and he has his <laughs> string and clips and all of his workstations yeah. a bit of an, in tatters. But, like, he does... There are some genuinely subtle moments with him, and some moments mm. that like of the de- of decent tension. And also, I think you kind of need a comedian that's a bit absurd for this role. Yeah, you Cause, do because it's fucking it's an absurd role. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I like that the the first time we meet him, uh, Magumba brings him the phone, and it's like it's the doctor, and he's like, "Oh no, no worries, thanks. It's just a sore throat, actually." <laughs> I tell you what, a bit of cup a cup of tea, one boy. <laughs> I um oh, I tell you funny. what right I the 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 vibe for his workstation I prefer it to the old remember the old unit bus from the Santa oh, yeah. two parter yes we'll, we'll get yeah. to dimensions in a minute right <laughs> yeah because if you I don't know if you remember that bus I think this one works more than that one did well but... oh, way better because it's yeah uh, all right f- let's just do it now right it's it's actually in a bus <laughs> yeah. It's not in a it's warehouse. A lot more yeah, it's not like they've just suddenly walked into 
this TARDIS, I guess. They've got their own <laughs> fucking Time Lord technology there somehow. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah I, I, I quite like the vibe of it's more, um, j- just in general, like it, it's more science focused. It's more, yeah. uh, like like I said, the, the paper clips and the string and, you know, everything this else. Is, this, I think this is really the last we see of Uni in this era. I don't think we'll see them again. Uh, do they not, is there not anything that they do in a couple of episodes with them? I don't think someone? so, no. I don't think so. Oh, I guess because large factions are incapacitated, aren't they, I suppose? Yeah. <laughs> oh, we... we might see them, like, for a screen. But, but... but not them. Yeah, yeah. I oh, will get there, we'll get there. You'll get there. But I, I, it's really though. It's I think this is kind of like the last bit we have with Unit, and I think this is the last um, Unit in this era is very militarized. Yeah, and like it's a good almost... to the Red Berets. <laughs> yeah, we still have the Red Berets, but they're just not as like prevalent. <laughs> yeah, um, and and I think it is almost to a fault. Really, the Unit is like mm. really just like a military organization at this point, instead of like. Uh, very much science focused. In they the, they in don't the feel areas. any different from a normal military. They just feel no, like no, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, and weirdly enough, they have this thing where, like, the people that are the people that they do mm. call in, like yeah. Malcolm, and when Martha is there to be like a, a an alien specialist kind of thing. Yeah, they, 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 you know, units specialty is supposed to be extraterrestrial like investigation and intervention right and when they have those types of characters so often they're like no we'll do it the earth way let's go shoot them they just ignore the people that know about aliens anyway yeah yeah it's true yeah it's true um but anyway lee evans is yeah it's good fun um i I guess we'll get more of malcolm throughout the episode actually no the doctor's a little bit rude to malcolm at first isn't he oh yeah he's a bit he's a bit like oh yeah, it's a bit like, well, before I die of old age, yeah. Malcolm, then well, is there someone else I can speak to? I'm like, all right. I, okay. I, got, I got quite offended on Malcolm's part because he just poured his heart out well. to the man. He was really nice. Yeah. He was just telling him about, and, and just because he names a measurement of whatever after him himself, why not? Yeah. He deserves that, I, I think. I think Christina, not in this part, but she calls him out for it anyway. Like, you, you named yourself the doctor. Like, a man can't exactly. name his own scientific discovery after himself. <laughs> exactly. Talk about fucking egos. Yeah. Like. <laughs> you're in, biggest you're in one no going. position, doctor. Exactly. Ah, uh, whatever. Uh, anyway, we see a big fly. <laughs> <laughs> right, the fly. Right, this big is... fl- I like it. It's it's, it's cheesy seventies camp sci-fi. I think, and I'll get my positives out of the way. Oh, there he goes. He hates the fly. I, I don't hate them. The prosthetics look great. It like, does look great. Yeah, yeah. And may- maybe subconsciously, I am noticing the HD thing because I made a point of being like these these close-up shots of mm. the prosthetics and the kind of the pincers moving around. Like it looks great. And the uh, the sound design was very good as well. Yeah, a lot of. And you get the doctor doing his own sound design in a bit. Yeah, the TARDIS translator. We isn't have no working. TARDIS. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it's not here. So, so we just get Tennant making it, guttural noises. Which, and this is the one time it makes sense. This is mm. the one time where they they ha- where we don't get any alien translation. I'm like, this works. This makes sense. I can. Well done. You did it, Russell. Okay. Do, you remember, do you remember when they landed at the Shadow Proclamation and the Jadoom went bofo show right next yeah. to the TARDIS? And the doctor just went, Roso, mo, no, Yeah. What does that sound like when it's not the alien? Like, is the doctor being like, don't shoot us. We are not here for beef. 
Well, we hear the Jadoon when they're speaking English, so I imagine it's just be like that. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Compensation. <laughs> <laughs> Language assimilated. Earth. Um, all right, yeah, but no, right. The thing about the flies is yeah. they're like the Hath, but less cool. Right, because the Hath are all boys. Right, the Hath are boys. Oh. What do you mean by that? I mean, they're all like, they're like walking around in their groups. They're all like making like army signals to each other. They're like tapping each other. Like, it feels like more of a, because they're soldiers, right? So there's more of a camaraderie between them as characters. There was also a whole group of them and we got two flies. Yeah, but I just, do do you know what I mean? Go on. One of them died for the other. Yeah, but I didn't, I never got the impression that they were boys, Nathan. (laughs) <laughs> right they're, look they're, at the end of the day they're masks in boiler suits and it's just not that interesting that's what i like it's dumb campy <laughs> sci-fi it's it's throwback to like 70s like star trek like yeah oh we're in a desert in las vegas but it's an alien world and there's a oh there's a bug monster alien with a gun and he's gonna shoot me i, I like the gun it feels very family of blood ray gun style yes yeah um, i did like the gun um, no, fun. I don't know. I just I the like design it. of them was a bit like there are no one's top good. ten villain list, are they? Well, not well they're not a villain. No, but like they're they're not they're not on anyone's like top ten alien monster design. No, I don't think so. But I, I don't think that means that it's they're bad. No, top so. ten lists are objectively right, Nathan. And you should no, they're not. You should adhere to them at all times. <laughs> no, <laughs> you should only they're form really... your opinions on what people on the internet say and rank. And they eat shit, and they came to to planet <laughs> San Helios. To uh, to eat everyone's shit, apparently. Yeah, so. <laughs> but when they got there, there was no shit to be had. There was no shit. Like, no, there's no shit. And Where's all crashed. the fucking poo? This big metal squid fucking crashed us or whatever. No. God damn it. Ugh, I've got no poo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to make matters worse, <laughs> yeah. there's no poo. But then they're like, um, anyway, you, you are going to suffer for your crimes. <laughs> because you crashed here in a bus yeah. like, in the 200 <laughs> you came in the two uh, first i think it's pretty dumb that the doctor's <laughs> like watch the 200 come on man yeah but like, he doesn't like he i i never see the doctor as someone that he's not reading the timetable and he's not from earth so he probably saw a red bus got on it paid no mind to where it was going or what it was yeah probably but still i don't know like <laughs> think it through though <laughs> yeah i mean you came Seems here obvious. in one thing to be, yeah, I mean, to be fair, I just spend a lot of time looking at the number 200, which I guess he didn't. But still, <laughs> it just it seems dumb to me. Yeah, you're way too in for Nathan, you're too close, all right? You're too I close know. to this. It's because it's in HD and I can see it clearly now. <laughs> you're like, why can't he see it in HD? <laughs> exactly. Do you reckon everyone's only been seeing stuff in 480p this, <laughs> up to this point? I do, yeah. It would make sense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, Christina looks Time Lord. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I quite like that line. You look human. You look time lord. I mean, yeah, they can't. There's a lot of species yeah. that look like that, though, right? <laughs> like, there are, yeah, 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 are, yeah. yeah. Like um, um I don't know, another one, Carleds. They look like that. Uh, they're the Daleks. Pre-Daleks, yeah. Pre-Daleks, yeah. 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 Before they become all squiddy and weird, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I I do like that line. It's a nice little exchange. Again, there are there are some moments between the Doctor and Christina that are very like, they're I feel like they quickly establish mm. this almost cheeky banter back and forth. Like, yeah, it's very clear that she's someone that will give it back straight away, and the Doctor quite I think it's something that he quite likes. 
she uh, he says the one word of French that he knows, and then she speaks back to him in French, and he's like, "Oh, I like this." He's like, "I don't know what it meant, but that's fucking brilliant." Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just remember, remember. I don't know why, right? But what came into my mind was the. Um, do you remember when he was so excited to meet mm. Madame de Pompadour, and he went, "Madame de Pompadour," ah, <laughs> like, yes. proper excited. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the doctor. Um. Yeah, what, what else happens? There's a, Oh, they show a Matelli. They show a Matelli. We see a, a whole civilization, San Helios City, um, yeah. where they came to eat all their shit. Um, but it's <laughs> no. now a desert. and it's, it's been, The whole planet's been reduced to a desert within a year, which is... That's quite a harrowing that's, concept. That's quite spooky, yeah. Mm. Or by these big metal stingrays, really. Sperms. <laughs> I think you know what a sperm looks like. I do, right? I do. If, if your sperm looks like this, I think you might need to go see a doctor, mate. Not up close. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just, they even if it's that little... shape, I'd probably, I'd, I'd, I'd take a trip, mate. Doctor, there's an exoskeleton around. <laughs> no, but they've got them weird little tails, haven't they? They're, all They're like... stingrays. They're literally stingrays, but metal. I again. It's they not... killed my boy Steve Irwin. <laughs> These ones. <laughs> These ones specifically. Steve yeah. Irwin's going, where's all my poo? And they come yeah. and take him out. You ever see you ever see Steve Irwin's son? And he's like, he's on TikTok or whatever, and he's doing his thing. He's like, mm. he's, he's great, he's a good laugh. He's like, you know, he's saving crocodiles or whatever he's doing. But yeah. then the comments are just like, your dad is dead. And it's really oh. sad. I feel so sorry for the kid, man. Isn't he like very similar to his dad? Like, yeah, he's like he's like spitting image of him, and he's like doing the same stuff. He's working there at Australia Zoo or whatever, and he's and he's doing great stuff. But then all the comments are like, "Your dad is dead, and he was a nice man." (laughs) He's like, "I was actually there. I know." (laughs) Oh, cheers. Weirdly enough, I was present for a bit of that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh dear. Anyway, Um, Steve Irwin is dead. Yes. He's killed by these metal stingrays. The uh, yeah, the des- I don't know. Just the design of them is again, it's just a little bit like. All right, I do like the concept that it's their like ecosystem that they, they, you know, they they fly around with such a, a velocity that they rip holes. See, I like this. I like that it's not like a mustache twirling villain with a big evil plan and it's yeah it's literally just the circle of life like it's not their fault it's just what they do you know yeah. it's how like, it's they're not like that. they're not like oh we're gonna destroy this city and eat this people and all their shit so the flies can't have any uh they're, they're just like this is what we do you know they're so, not they're not necessarily aggressors they're just predators right they're just it's like a bear eating a moose all right <laughs> the bear doesn't hate the moose the bear's not evil and is like i'm gonna kill that moose the bear's just hungry and he's like, oh, there's a moose. I'll eat that. You it's know? not personal, bro. Right? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's just nature. Right? Um, David Attenborough loves this shit. He does. He's absolutely loving it. Um, He'd do a documentary wonder, on these stingrays. He should narrate this episode, I reckon. And here we have the stingray. <laughs> See how they devour the sun helios city. How old is David Attenborough these days? Oh, I don't even think about it. Don't even. He must be going on. Yeah, I think he's in his nineties. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, not good. His brother died, um, like about ten years ago now. Oh shit! All right, good innings either way then. Yeah. Wait. 
Is it, I get them confused. Which one's Richard? Which one's David? Is it Richard Attenborough? Does David, David Attenborough does the, David na- does the all nature the documentaries. documentaries? Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. Richard Attenborough is the one in Jurassic Park. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. You get them confused. <laughs> um, <laughs> what happens? They need a they need a thing, and it's at the bottom of a thing. Right, so here's why Christine is a fucking idiot. Okay, all right. All right. <laughs> I activated you there. <laughs> you activated, you pressed my Christine is a fucking idiot button. Yeah. All right. Um, so Christine, she does her cat burglar shtick again. She does the Mission Impossible thing. She's going down the shaft because I need a crystal or whatever. Mm. The doctor's like, I'll go get this crystal. And then she's like, yeah, whatever, mate. Um, so she goes to get the crystal. Yeah. Um, and she just jumps down that shaft. Fair enough. Not an issue. She's doing her thing. She's hurtling down that shaft at full speed, mm. and then the doctor stops her. He sonics the thing, and he stops her, and she's like, what did you do that for? As she's, like, literally 30 centimeters away <laughs> from an electrified force field, which is sizzling and everything. It's literally got lightning bolts coming off it. <laughs> she was like... Nah, there's no issue with this. I reckon <laughs> this would have been absolutely fine. Why did you stop me? I was just going to wince and hope for the best. <laughs> she was hurtling towards that full speed with a smile on her face. What is it about the humans in this episode? Just absolutely smashing themselves through something they shouldn't. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, the human hubris, I guess. But then she's she pressed the big red button to deactivate it, which is just like... Why is that there? That's the, that is just the most like made for television thing ever. Yeah. Really, isn't it? that is the most here's a button made specifically for this scene in a TV show thing that ever has been done. They don't even try and hide it either, right? Because the dog's like, she's like, well, what now then? And he's like, I don't know, the big red button maybe. I'm like, don't give me that. This is on you. This yeah. is your thing. <laughs> yeah, that's write something that's, better. That's just a uh, come on now. Yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah. I, don't I don't like to throw around the term lazy writing because I think it's often misused. And I think a lot of people yeah. say lazy writing when they just don't like it. But I think that's a little bit, you know. In, in 2024, lazy writing equals when woman or person of color on screen. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's been, that term has been bastardized to death, yeah. The fact that people say The Last of Us Part 2 is lazily written fucking oh, baffles me to no God. end. I, I have genuine story criticisms with The Last of Us 2, but it is... You're wrong. Okay, way. fine. <laughs> but to construct that, it's yeah. far from lazy. It's so not lazy. <laughs> uh, anyway, um... Where are we? So, yeah, she's an idiot, but fair play to her. She gets the crystal. Yeah. There's a stingray in the shaft. Um, it, it gets activated because she's hot, I guess. Yeah, her, uh, that's another thing, right? This is what I'm talking about, right? There's there's a lot of endlessly <laughs> flirting in this, right? Well, she likes to flirt. I, I know, right? but it's like there is an alien stingray centimeters from you, and the doctor's like, your body temperature is, you know, rising up. It's dormant because it's cold. And she's like, yeah. I have that effect on all the boys. And it's like, <laughs> get, just grab it and move. <laughs> she didn't say all the boys, okay? She just I know, said I'm, I I'm inferring effect. some stuff. <laughs> I know, I've... I think it's fine. You can have a little flirt in yeah. dangerous moments. Nothing wrong with that, in my opinion. Yeah. No, that's that's that is fair. She uses the yeah. red button. Again. She does. Yeah. This is the she. This is the payoff of the big red button. Yeah. So we had the setup of it mere seconds ago, and now we get the payoff mere seconds later. <laughs> Chekhov's red button. <laughs> yes. Oh. Oh, it's over. Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, that's been introduced. Uh, I wonder when it. Was. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> oh, well, there we go. And <laughs> uh, yeah, so the squid gets not the squid, the stingray gets electrified or whatever. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't do anything, and then it just eats the flies. So whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's probably a good thing that the flies didn't make it out because like. Where'd you What's go from there? Exactly. Like they, I don't think they're coming back to London. You would have shot them the second they stopped off that bus. <laughs> they, they Open fire! Them, they would have shot them blank in the head the second they stepped off that bus. <laughs> it's very true. <laughs> you would have took one look at them and gone, absolutely fucking yeah. not. I'm not chancing this. Exactly. In all the hullabaloo no. of a bus flying around as well, then there's no chances being taken yeah. there. Not a um, chance, no. Yeah, no. I, I, yeah. It, look, there is that whole thing of like you know a captain can't abandon his post, but you're absolutely right. They needed to be killed <laughs> off and removed. <laughs> it is pretty funny though when Ted says um, the captain can't abandon his post when there's a bus standing by. That's <laughs> that's pretty fun. I like that. You're making stuff up. Yes. Um, um, all right. So there's this thing. The I've no I noticed during this episode that the doctor has a habit of going non-verbal. Whenever it gets bad news, okay, and he just yeah. he just like shuts down and he goes, "Well, now I'm not going to talk." So, so like like Nathan, I have this character in this called Nathan, by the way. It's not me, yeah. but like Nathan calls him up and he's like, "Oh, we fucked the bus or whatever. We can't get home." And then he just doesn't say anything. He just goes completely silent while Nathan and the other humans they're all very scared and don't understand what's going on. Yeah. And they're talking to this figure of authority who seems to have some idea of what's going on. And they're like, "What do we do? We're all scared. Please give us some kind of reassurance." And he's just gone silent treatment. I reckon. Yeah. He did the exact same thing with Donna in fucking. He did, um, didn't he? Yeah. In Journey's End, yeah, or one of them when when she was scared and not knowing what was happening, he's just gone. I'm just going to shut down and go non-verbal. <laughs> he's sick of fucking up the day, basically. I think he's autistic. He's clearly autistic. There, there is, there's definitely an element of that. In yeah. There. He's on the spectrum, bless him. And, you know, fair play to him. But, like, yeah, he's just, it's, it's not helping anyone out in that situation. <laughs> and it, it, it's so much sadder as well because you can hear the woman who was like, you know, she was like, oh, I'm going to return home to Mike and Susanna, my yeah. lovely family. And she's like, it's all my fault. And he's like, don't even say that. And then they like, kind of, Look into the phone for the for the doctor's encouraging words of morale that boosted spirits earlier, and he's just like, no. "Yeah, I got nothing on this one, lads. This is on nothing. you." I'm just gonna go silent. <laughs> I reckon I'll hang up. I reckon. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of that. There's a lot uh, of putting the phone down on people. There is some of it's funny though. Yeah, um, there is. What have I got here? Um, I mean, that's pretty much it. They get back to the bus then after that, don't they? They, they run back to the bus. Yeah. They figure out what's going on with the swarm. They've been the, the doctor. I like the moment where you know it's a, he, she's a jewel thief, right? Like that's yeah. that's her thing. Um, and there's this fuck off diamond. Yeah, and she goes like, <laughs> basically gives it to him. Just risk my life for this, right? Yeah. Here's this, and he goes sick. Fucking pelts <laughs> the, the diamond behind his head. Yeah, she's like, "What the fuck?" And he was like, "I just wanted these. These are cool little things." Well, they are. He doesn't need that. He no. doesn't need the diamond. He needs to make the bus fly machine or whatever it is. It's yeah. What like? What are they in real life? They feel like they're just steering wheel locks, right? Like clamps. I mean, you say what are they in real life? Nothing. They're not anything in real life, Lawrence. There's there's no equivalent of this. No, but I feel like they just look like wheel clamps, don't they? For when you haven't, when you're like, oh, you mean illegally. what's the prop? Yeah. What's the prop? Oh, I don't know. It's probably just a no. Well, I was going to say a three D printed thing, but not then. No, no. 
Um, no, I don't know. Weird. Um, it's the thing. Did, what, did it look like there was five of them when Christina pulled it out of the thing? No, because it was in four. It had like the four clamp things. Oh, uh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, he, was, so. Yeah, he divvied them up. Yeah. Um, all right. So, yeah, what happens? He, he attaches them to the wheels, <laughs> but then he can't. He attaches them to the wheels. Um, he needs something gold, uh, something non corrosive, something to attach to conduct it to the bus or whatever. Yeah. Um, so he smashes her cup. That, right, this this pissed me off because there is a genuine moment of tension where you're supposed to believe that like she's making the heroic choice, and it's like <laughs> well, the alternative is just die, die with yeah. this meaningless cup. Like, what? <laughs> it's a bit of fun though, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I get it, right? It's supposed to like, it's eight, it's... and it's also eighteen million. If you had eighteen million, would you just willingly hand it over? Like, if, you if know, I, mate? Nathan. Put yourself in the perspective of yes, you have no, 18 I know. million, I but you can't it. spend I... it and it's worthless. I get it, but it's still 19 million, isn't it? <laughs> yes, exactly. It's it's not like yeah, no worries, mate. Just hand it over. It's it's like I get the situation. I get we can't get back without it. Mm. Fully understand. It's still 19 million. It's still <laughs> 19 million that would completely change would change my life forever yeah but you know? it's not like and the doctor said like you know you need money you rob a bank you can't sell this i mean yeah that's fair where are that you selling fair. this where the, where you aren't immediately getting the fbi at your door <laughs> black market yeah, but even then <laughs> did you used to think the black market was a real place yeah I, no no not physically i used to think of it in the same way as like the dark web and all of this no no i thought it was a real place that you could go to and they'd be like <laughs> well, it's bloody dark here <laughs> it's dark here I want to turn the light on. They're all under tops. <laughs> yeah. And there'd just be people selling like swords and guns and everything. <laughs> swords. Just... I don't know. That was, that, was, that was what made sense in my kid brain. <laughs> Nathan's down the black market getting himself a cutlass. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it was just like a regular car boot sale, but with just like swords. and. Like... Did, did you think that like when I'm 18, I'm going to go there? Like... <laughs> probably, yeah. I probably would have, yeah. I'll have my first pint at the black market. <laughs> Black Market would be a good name for a, a bar or something, though, actually. It would, actually. Oh, it's, it's almost certainly done. Probably, yeah. But, but like, <laughs> that hasn't stopped, like, fucking every pub in England <laughs> being called, like, the fucking King's Head or whatever. <laughs> there's a Queen's Head everywhere you go. Like, there's a... Exactly. There's a, there's a something of horses. There's something... Yes. Yeah, there's, there's all sorts. There's everything. There's, like, four <laughs> pub names in the entire country. Um... What have I got here? Yeah, so he smashes the cup. Yeah. Um, can gold smash that easily? I always thought gold was quite tough. It's like famously a very strong metal, isn't it? Yeah, it would take more than a light wallop. Yeah, but it very easily like crumples underneath that hammer. Yeah, it does. Um, I mean, I don't know how strong gold is. Maybe <coughs> I'm wrong. But does it like lose its integrity after a while? Because it's fucking old. I don't think so. No, it's gold. I mean, it's a metal, isn't it? Yeah. Why would it? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I've, as I understand it, it's quite a strong metal, but maybe I'm wrong. Well, I mean, in fairness, the um, prop isn't. The prop is yeah, the, tin, probably some tin foil. <laughs> literally, yeah. Um, Magumbo has a gun on Malcolm because he won't close the wormhole. This is what I mean, <laughs> about, <laughs> what mean? about unit. I understand. Yeah. I respect Captain Magumbo, right? Yeah, um, she's got a job to do. She has got a job to do, and she has a duty of care to the world, which like, makes. Yes, which makes later decisions a little bit questionable, but we'll get there, trust <laughs> me. Yeah. Um, but she does have a job to do. Yeah, and, but and so does Malcolm. Exactly. 
And, you know, and I think Malcolm's quite rightly like, this is the doctor. Yeah. Like, we need to wait for him because <laughs> it's the doctor, you know? And also, she's going on about this, like, she's going, like, it's at 10 miles now. This radius is getting too big. And I'm like, it seems very containable. Like, <laughs> you've grounded all the planes flying over London. Just give yeah. the doctor one more minute. <laughs> it's Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, this is where this Malcolm Malcolm becomes a true boy, right? Stands up. He's like, absolutely yeah. not. He's because he's gone from meek and mild and a bit. You're supposed to look at him, but like, you're a little bit pathetic. You're cute and lovable, but you're a bit pathetic. Yes. Yeah. Um, Fair play to him. He does. He does hold his ground, and he's like, yeah. I won't let you. And good for him. He's got mate. He's got a gun point blank to his face. Yes. Right? And, he and he keeps he, and his and composure. Still, exactly. Good on him. I yeah. say. Um. The next thing I have there is a note about Malcolm meeting the Doctor, so I guess I miss some stuff. <laughs> I mean, my my notes are pretty much just fucking... Bus starts flying, the storm is chasing yeah. them. Uh, the bus... Like, they, they, they come back, the bus comes back through the wormhole. Yeah, and then does a roundhouse kick to one of the stingrays. <laughs> it does, it does, it does. It does, like, that thing where it does, like... It, like the doctor like turns the bus around to hit a stingray in midair, but it does that thing where it like very quickly turns its yeah. back around somehow. <laughs> like it very quickly just like flicks its back end <laughs> out somehow. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. Yeah, but yeah, considering it's working with no traction as well. <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, yeah. It, good stuff. Look. It's got space jets on it, right? Like, you can do yeah, it once, whatever. Yeah. yeah, it's whatever. Um, anyway, there's a flying bus, and people are clapping, and then they're shooting all these stingrays or whatever. Um, do you do you think there's it. anything to be said about wonky CGI on a flying piece of British iconography in the show Doctor Who? Because that's um, the show, right? That's the TARDIS. <laughs> the, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Just one of them epic notes I, I put down. I don't think the CGI was that bad. On the bus, I thought it was quite naff, if I'm honest. Oh, I've seen worse, mate. Like, oh, I mean, there's of course there's been worse. I'm still thinking about the lows of last week and that <laughs> fucking Cyber King or whatever. Like, yeah. it's nowhere near that bad, mate, so... I think I think the crispness and the jump to HD has clouded your mind. I think, I think this is... I think it probably has a little bit, yeah. but I think it looks good. I think it looks good for the most part. Look far be it from me to accuse Doctor Who of bad CGI and hold them to it like that it's mm. it's part of the show it is yeah even recent episodes of Doctor Who there's moments where I'm like whoa I could have gone yeah. through again <laughs> yeah it's uh, it is what it is you yeah. know it's yeah. I, I I'll never knock the show based on how the CGI looks even though I have and I probably will uh, but it, you're supposed to take it as a silly but yeah. it's not a genuine criticism. They're doing some of the most ambitiously weird concepts. If you're genuinely criticizing Doctor Who because of how the <laughs> CGI looks, then you're you're watching the wrong show, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this one isn't for you. <laughs> okay, that's part of the heart. That's why. That's why yeah. people should love it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, what we've we got. So Malcolm meeting the Doctor is quite fun. It's quite sweet. Yeah. I like the uh, the get a hug. 
Um, I love you. I can just keep saying I love you over and over again. And the doctor, again, says absolutely nothing back to him. But yes, so just rude. keeps saying, <laughs> no, yeah, but Malcolm doesn't mind. He's having a good he time. Gives him, like, it's weird because he keeps going, I love you, I love you, and pointing at him. And the doctor hmm. just points back at him. And it's very like, yeah, yeah but he doesn't say yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's almost just but- like he's like, mm-hmm. Go away. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I mean, what do you say, to be fair? Exactly, yeah. yeah. But, you know, he's, he's been... He's, it's, it's a nice moment, I think. Magumbo is very friendly for a woman who just had a gun to Malcolm's head. Nathan, we, we might bring this up again in a minute. Right? Okay, all right, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe for that exact reason. Um, okay. <laughs> do you want me to cut that? Uh, no, it's fine. <laughs> okay. But we're transparent, all right? It's bound <laughs> okay. to happen. <laughs> um they right one of my favorite little recurring gags is the doctor's just lack of patience when it comes to dealing with unit and and units <laughs> procedurals and everything else all right they're, yes. they're, they're, the soldiers are you know as they should right several yeah. humans have left the earth yes right? so they're getting checked they're getting they're probably getting some psych tests they're probably getting their blood pressure looked at and everything else Right, mm. they're probably just having a few checks just to be like your feet on the ground. You feeling okay? Cool. The doctor just walks straight past. They go, all humans out, like out you come, uh, like everyone come out of the bus. The doctor almost practically jumps over someone else to get out of the bus quicker. A soldier looks at him and he goes, I don't count, and just walks straight past him. <laughs> to be fair to him, he's right though. But he it doesn't. just always makes me laugh. It's funny, yeah, yeah. But to be fair to him, he is right. Yeah, he doesn't count. I mean, he's fine. He's absolutely yeah. fine. Yeah, we we've done this, all right. <laughs> we, we know he's fine. Okay. Yeah. Um, the TARDIS was at Buckingham Palace. She doesn't mind. Well, the the Queen's <laughs> displaying stolen artifacts. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Burn. Burn on the monarchy and a and a woman who is dead. Well, this implies that the Tenth Doctor is friends with the Queen. So. Yeah, and he so he would have fucked her. Like, how many great greats are involved? Oh, uh, it's probably not even the same family. Oh yeah, they're all the the, fa- the family is so messy. They're all killing or nice. fucking each other, one of the two. Yeah, um, or being Nazis, or being Nazis, or paedophiles, yeah, or or both. Yeah, yeah often both. Uh, <laughs> often both. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, she doesn't mind. Um, <clears throat> his song will end soon, though, Lawrence. Oh, ominous Carmen Ooh. comes back. How did they hand wave the? Because hmm. I'm pretty sure it's in the episode where she had like the doctor goes, "How many fingers am I holding up?" and she guesses right like three times in a row. Yeah, right? and it's all very impressive. And the doctor goes, "Oh, light psychic thingies. Oh, you must have got that from the blah 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 in the whatever like." Can humans just have a bit of psychic in them now? He said low-level psychic ability exasperated by an alien sun. Ah, I see. Okay, there you are then. Yeah. But also, yeah, kind of. Like um, mm. little um, little boy. Oh, um, little Timmy. Yeah, he was a little bit psychic. Oh, and Gwyneth. He? Gwyneth? Oh, no, Gwyneth was given it by the Gelf, though. <clears throat> Still. Yeah. She's a psychic. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm sure there's others. There probably are. Oh, I yeah. forgot. I spent so I re, I re, I rewound the episode so many times to get the fucking exact meaning of what a Malcolm is, and I forgot to bring it up. So I'm going to go and bring it up right now. Uh, a wavelength parcel at 10 kilohertz operating in four dimensions equals one Malcolm. But what is a Bernard? Ah, oh, fuck! 
It's 15 Malcolms. Oh, it's, oh, no, come on. But you wouldn't have been able to get there without my excellent Malcolm explanation. <laughs> I think I would have. Learned. All right, but to understand your Bernard point, the audience needed context on my Malcolm reasoning. <laughs> Great. Uh, anyway, Lawrence, as I just said, his song will end soon. Shall we go back to that point? <laughs> or do you want to talk more about Malcolm's? No, I want to talk more about the Malcolm's. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't know. It's um, it's ominous. It's a, it's a big moment. Yeah. This is uh, a scary moment for 10, especially. He's like, what? I've heard that before. But I've been I working so hard on keeping these teeth. <laughs> yes. Uh, so we get a, a prediction, a prophecy, mm. as it well, were. Because once... Could be an yes. opinion, but twice from two unrelated mm. sources, yes. oh, the universe is up to some shit. First of all, it was Ood Sigma, mm. Ood Alpha Sigma, or whatever he is. Yeah. Um, Ood Sigma male. Beta Cup Ood. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's an Ood Sigma male. I think that's a good one. That is. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, he was like, uh, your, your song, song is, is ending, ending, but the soon. grind never stops. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, and now uh, this lovely woman has also said his song is ending soon. But we get the additional <clears throat> prophecy Ooh. of yeah. he will knock four times. And we all know what that means. Does she say he is coming, re- he is returning from the dark? I think she says <clears throat> it is it. returning yeah, from I, the dark. Yeah, I thought it was it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's it, yeah. And that's... Mm-hmm. And that's a thing. You might think you know what it is. <laughs> I know what it is. I know what it is. And I know what I used to think it was. Spoilers. Um, anyway, there we go. Um, we know David Tennant is leaving by this point. It's been announced. We, yep. Dave, Matt Smith has been announced. So it's all in motion. We know it's coming. It is cozy um, sweater. It is cozy sweater. You know, I watched the confidential where they announced Matt Smith, and it's very funny because they, they at the end of the the uh, the little confidential, they play this montage set to um fallout boys thanks for the memories um <laughs> which is right. very funny what i fucking love dog 2 confidential right because the editors clearly have a music budget and that's where it all goes oh but it's so much fun because like they do it so literally as well they like really listen to those lyrics yeah. and then match everything because it's like there's a lyric where it goes and my eyesight is going bad and he puts on the glasses <laughs> <laughs> and then, like and then he's and this crystal ball what do you think we're gonna see yeah what episode do you think we're gonna see when he says and this crystal ball oh no oh fuck it's gonna be the um the, the carrier night one, right? Yes, yeah. exactly. You're 100% correct. Yes. <laughs> it's so funny. But they go through all that. They do this big montage of, like, all the doctors and, like, cool moments and stuff. <laughs> and then it just ends with Matt Smith doing this big dramatic turn to the camera, <laughs> as in, like, I'm next. <laughs> It's so funny. I'm ready to make some more memories. <laughs> exactly. Oh, it's good stuff. Um, but yeah, we we know he's coming. Um, we know Ten's on his way out. So he's a coming. So yeah, he is a coming. The doctor. So there we go. Um, well, the episode's not quite over because mm. Christina moses oh, over yes. to the doctor. Yes, and she's like, "Off we go then." And the doctor's Off we go. like, "Get fucked." <laughs> I am so depressed, yeah. mate. Like, Suck shit, you, mate. <laughs> you would not believe the trauma I have gone through, okay? Yeah. Any other time, I'd love to have you. But right now... It's a bad time off for me, right? Yeah, so I guess that means you have to get arrested, unfortunately. Yeah. And, like, yeah. just... These cops are fucking idiots, right? <laughs> just morons. 
Yeah, they really are. Yeah. <laughs> she just she pulls off one of the oh go on, put me in another door, and she just literally does the seat shuffle and then fucking runs off. Against police in... cars obviously have the fucking child lock doors on. If they yeah. don't, that's so stupid, yeah. isn't it? It's very stupid. <laughs> Yeah, they obviously have the child lock doors on. Yeah, and I I quite like that her grand plan, you know, is to... Don't you get in that bus. Yeah. Don't you get in that bus. No, I'm in the bus. Well, that won't be hard to track, will it? A flying bus. I mean... uh, Yeah, but... I suppose no one's making TikToks of it, are they? I I still reckon she could get a good, fair distance away. In How are they going to catch her? That's true. Short of shooting it down. (laughs) But they could. <laughs> they could. But how, are they going to? No. Everyone thinks this police captain's a chump. <laughs> they exactly. don't care. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, um, then they're like, oh, I'm arresting the doctor as well. I'm arresting you because you aided and abetted somehow. I mean, he did, but he doesn't know that. Yeah. But like... He's, he's like, like, you're the main yeah, character. Like... I'm going to arrest you for funnies. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll go arrest myself then, <laughs> shall I? I, I like that he like he walks police. off and they they take it as a victory. They look around each other and they're like, "Yeah, as he should." <laughs> That's that taken care of. There. <laughs> now let's all continue staring at this bus and where it was. <laughs> anyway, then the episode ends. Yeah, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Pretty much. Uh, it is. Yeah. Is it time for weirdo? It is, of course, time for weirdo of the week. This is everyone's favourite segment of the show where we get to take a chance to look back on some of the weird and wonderful and grubby little characters who come across our screens each and every week on this silly little show that we love to watch. Lawrence, who is your weirdo for this week? Uh, So it is indeed Captain Magumbo herself. Um, I I just think there's a very strange, like, I don't know, it's weird because she points a gun at Malcolm's face, point blank. Like yes. The gun is inches from his face, right? Yes. The, the insinuation is, if you don't move, I will yes. shoot your face off. Yeah. <laughs> right? But then then it's fine, and she, like, lets it go, because other stuff yeah. happens, and she's called away. Because the bus comes back. Yeah, yeah, and the bus comes back, and she's like, let's deal with that. And then, and then fucking Malcolm is like, oh, Doctor, I love you, I love you. And she's looking <laughs> at him, and she's like, yeah, he loves him. And she's bemused <laughs> by his charm. And it's like, we we all saw you. <laughs> and I also just don't think yeah. it's very conducive to a productive work environment to call in a scientific advisor and then put a gun to his head. No, I don't think it is either, to be honest. It's probably probably the opposite. And to be honest, I think Malcolm has a good enough reason to go to HR the next morning. Yeah. Really, yeah. And be like... I don't know if I can work under these conditions. Yeah. <laughs> I don't quite honest. like being threatened for doing yeah. my job. Yeah. Specifically, I probably deserve some compensation, yeah. if I'm being completely honest with you. Oh, Malcolm should, maybe it. Malcolm is the reason. Maybe off-screen, <laughs> right, Malcolm dismantled the militarization of units, set them back <laughs> in their industrial complex years, and made Malcolm them... demilitarized units. <laughs> <laughs> Which would make sense, because he is mentioned in another episode down the line. Oh, is so he? he okay. is, so he is still around during the, the science era of, um, of Doctor Who. Well, there we go, then. We're, we're led to assume um, that Malcolm led the charge. Yeah. He, he, he took it. <laughs> He was like, I'm not I'm yeah. not letting this affect me. I'm gonna meet the doctor and have my moment, right? I've worked for this my whole mm. life. 
And then he turns yeah. around and he's like, right, now back on this shit, right? Let's fucking... <laughs> let's, 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 right, first things first, she's fired, right? I don't want to see her again. I mean, maybe. And fair play to the bloke. Yeah. Look, I like Magumbo, but she fumbled it here. Yeah. So, uh, who is your weirdo? Lawrence, my weirdo for this week is Captain Magumbo <laughs> and all of Unit. Okay, okay, right, yeah. Yeah, well, all of Unit that's here, all right? Yeah. All of Unit that's at the tunnel. Um, because, right, hold on, let me pull my notes back up. Um, so Unit is an organization that's dedicated to protecting the Earth from alien threats. So obviously, and logically... You, you would imagine that, say, if there was a big flying bus that happened to land somewhere, yeah. they wouldn't let just anyone run to that flying bus and then fly off <laughs> with that big flying bus, would they? They wouldn't all just watch with smiles on their face and clap as someone commandeered that bus and then just flew away, evading the law and her arrest at the same time. You would think that the organisation dedicating to uh, capturing vehicles such as this and mm. making sure they don't fall into the wrong hands would probably do something about that. Um, but alas, Lawrence... They all just watch with smiles on their faces. They've all got cause as well. She's a criminal on the run, right? Like, yeah. they're not going to get fired for... Someone could have got trigger happy, is all I'm saying, right? Honestly, they could have shot the bus down. And yeah. Then, like, like, if Harriet Jones was there, she would have wasted no time. She would have Oh, but Harriet bus. Jones is fucking nuking that bus with She would have pulled that trigger, okay? <laughs> that is not happening under Harriet's watch. Yes, we know who she is. Yes. Um... But but yeah, I, I just thought it was very strange. The the everyone's like, this is fine. <laughs> this is this is perfect. Let her have it. She's earned it, I guess. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. You know? Oh, I, I forgot as well. There's a fucking um. There's 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 a little bit at the end of the episode where they go um, where the doctor goes over to Captain Magumbo and he's like, mm. I got these two useless fucks here. They need jobs. <laughs> He doesn't go... He does quite the opposite of that. No, but like... He doesn't say he's these like, two useless, <laughs> but he says they're quite helpful and does the exact opposite He's like, they're good in a crisis. I'm like, they broke the bus, but that's fine. <laughs> this guy's you're good so, with engines. He, he flunked out of a two-week course. You really are the most pessimistic person <laughs> ever, all right? He does the exact opposite of that. I, I think Magumbo would have entertained the Doctor and then as soon as they left, like, what the fuck? What do we need them for? <laughs> No, they all take his word as gospel. You know what they're like. Oh, yeah, true. They're, we come back and fucking and, and the <laughs> Daniel Kaluuya is going to be like a five star ranking general or something. Exactly. Yeah. They'll all be on fucking a hundred grand a year working yeah. for Kate now. Oh, um, true. Anyway, there we go. What a that much better was... boss. Kate's not fucking pulling her gun out and pointing it at scientists. Exactly. She's she's she is a scientist herself. Mm. Anyway, I'm looking forward to the Kate era. Yeah, of, uh, same of unit. Um. Anyway, that was the Planet of the Dead. Now, Lawrence, it's time to see if people still have thoughts. Ooh, and I'll tell you what that segment is, Nathan. This is the part of the show where the audience get to have their say. Nathan will tweet out the episode that we're watching and ask if you've still got thoughts about it. You can email us. Um, over on stillgotlegspodcast at gmail.com or you can just reply to the tweet. We will read them all out in abundance. Uh, this is also the part of the show where if you're like just a, a normal listener and you care about the episode, it's mostly going to be in jokes from here on out. <laughs> so Yeah. 
<laughs> Feel free to leave. You won't miss much. No. Um, so there we go. Um, okay, so I will say, <laughs> strapping, because quite a lot this week. Oh, fuck. Okay. Okay. Uh, 17 replies to the tweet alone. Oh, okay. Okay. All right, okay. And then the emails on top of that. <laughs> so And the emails are the long ones. I know, everyone get comfortable. Fucking hell, <laughs> strapping, boys. Um, uh, this is from uh, Nontiscord Ardeme at F54MMETTA. Fiformata. I don't know. You. <laughs> Sounds like um, a bot. <laughs> it's not a bot. Reminds me of the Captain Holt from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Lawrence. <laughs> Shut up. We don't have time All right, for sorry, sorry, little sorry. jokes and references. Um, <laughs> the doctor is the worst type of guy on a bus. If someone sat next to me and shoved a chocolate egg in my face, I would explode. Um, I'd like the chocolate egg, but yeah, I probably would be too thrilled if someone yeah. sat right next to me on a mostly empty bus as well. Like, there were plenty of places to sit. You ever had that happen to you where someone sits right near you? Um, <laughs> no, because I have... Fat guy bus privilege. <laughs> <laughs> no one wants to see next to you. And it's the one time I like it. <laughs> Fair enough. Can't argue with that. Uh, uh, Charlie Soccer at Schmitty Soccer says, Honestly, glad the doctor bogged off Christina. What an absolute stuck up. I mean, for her. Jesus. Brutal. I mean, look, there were parts of her that I thought were a bit posho and. Uh, and a bit condescending, so I, I can see why. P.S. Moore at P.S. McMoore says, Really love the episode, apart from the fucking idiot bus driver. Uh, <laughs> I'm going home, mate, with a big smiley face in quotation marks. Absolute twat. <laughs> uh, Lady Christina is one of the coolest one-off characters of the RTD era. We stan our aristocratic queen, XOXO. Uh, so very, already a variety of opinions. Yeah, it is quite polarizing. You can't really nail down it the is. general consensus, can you? Yeah. Uh, Mel at uh, Melly Mel says Malcolm is the real hero of this episode. Um, I'm inclined to agree with that, to be honest. Yeah, I would. I would too. Yes. Uh, Rach uh, uh, and Rachel also let me know how to pronounce uh, their at. Um, and uh, they actually sent this in last week. Um, to put you out of your misery, the at in my Twitter handle is read out as an A, much like RTD for this week. I thought I was being clever when I came up with the name. So it's acting strange, I guess. That makes sense. Um, anyway, I remember when I saw this episode as a kid, I was convinced that one of the angry metal sperm things... Uh, shut up, Lawrence. Told you! Was gonna come, shut up. Was going to come in the window and eat me overnight. Thankfully, that didn't end up happening yet. Uh, also, I think Lady Christina is an annoying Tory. Still, <laughs> banger next week. Lady Christina is so polarizing already. She <laughs> is, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I can I can see the Tory. I get Tory vibes from her too, so I can I can see that. I mean, she absolutely is one, right? She's she's a lady well, Christina, like. Well, yeah, exactly. She, the aristocracy lives on, mm. so yeah, mm -hmm. you'd imagine. Uh, the dastardly wizard of Poosh at Soupy Soup Brain. Uh, I don't have any witty zingers about this episode, and despite having just watched it, I have forgotten it entirely. It might even retroactively erase my memory of Doctor Who entirely. Who is this shouty English twink on my screen? <laughs> 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 and then in a, a follow-up tweet, Bugs eat the world, though. That's pretty sick. 
<laughs> so great. So <laughs> thank you, Soupy Soup Brain. Yep, uh, I appreciate it. Uh, this next one is from uh, Kai Armstrong. For fuck's sake. And this is your doing, Lawrence. Um, <laughs> just like Christina D'Souza in Planet of the Dead, who stole precious items for entertainment, Nathan has stolen our precious Cassandra banner <laughs> so he can feel joy at the bland, organized conformity of the regular podcast layout. <laughs> I fucking hate you, Lawrence. I... Oh my See God. what you do? I just wanted... My, I just wanted to have a theme for the podcast, and now I'm the bad guy. All right, all because one day you decided to just be a dick and fuck with me. Okay, look, I like having a little bit of power to leverage. Right, there's a lot of this show that you control. Okay, so I'm, well, yes, because don't come to me. I made that banner. All right, don't don't like I put in the blood, sweat, and tears to put that banner into existence, and I can just as easily remove it. First of all, okay, you put some assets together. I think the hard work was already done for you yeah. by um, Chris, <laughs> yeah. who who designed our, our at, logo. At and, Weekly Planet Posters. At Weekly Planet Posters, yes. Very, very talented graphic designer. Um, so, so you didn't put it all together like that, but... <laughs> Look. Uh, anyway, uh, Kai follows up that tweet with, uh, "I might be late. To, I might be late, but the scientist sounds like that little prick from Fireman Sam who likes to start fires." <laughs> I don't know. Who, I used to watch Fireman Sam, but I don't know who that is. I can't remember a Fireman Sam to be honest. No. Um, I imagine it was someone Welsh though, because Lee Evans is doing a Welsh accent in this. I guess so. so. My knowledge of Fireman Sam now is largely uh, contingent on a meme that is um, basically, "What if Fireman Sam was Jamaican?" Okay. And well, don't do that. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to do it. Please don't do that, Lawrence. And ready? Okay. Nope. <laughs> well, we assume he's Welsh. Uh, anyway, uh, Raw in Rosagatha at our Rosagatha says, uh, This is almost definitely a better episode than the next Doctor. True that. Uh, but the Cyber Gorillas with handlebars are definitely better designed than knockoff screamers of Tzench. I don't know what that is. Um, look that up, Lawrence. Screamers of Tzench. Screamers of Tzench. I got them. They're basically metal stingray thingies with... Okay. Well, they look mostly blue. They, they're seemingly Warhammer things. What are they from? Warhammer? Yeah, it would seem so, yeah. Well, there we go. We know Warhammer. We're big Warhammer boys. I'm always painting stuff. Yeah, we always paint Warhammer. Like little bits of thing. <laughs> We're always we're always painting those little boys and their little. <laughs> and then we get enough. They got like jetpacks and guns or whatever. No man, they've got like horses and shit. No, they have got like jetpacks, don't they? Warhammers don't have jetpacks. No they way. They have jetpacks and guns and stuff. I'm gonna Google Warhammer figures, and the first thing I see, if it doesn't have a jetpack, then we're fuck me. Yeah. It has a jetpack. <laughs> what did I say? What did I say? All right, verify. I know my Warhammer. Right. I'm a Warhammer boy through and through. All right, fair fucks. Yeah, I'm wrong. There you go, see? Don't even question me on my Warhammer knowledge. Sorry about that. <laughs> no follow-up questions on Warhammer, by the way. <laughs> no one else asks anything about Warhammer. <laughs> um, if we uh, never saw the Hungry Silverfish again, I'd be okay with that. But I dream of a cavalry charge of cyber apes to this day. What are y'all's favorite one-off monster, and why are they both the Absorbaloff? <laughs> um, I don't know if it's the Absorbaloff. Um... <laughs> It's probably not. Lawrence, what's your favourite one-off monster? Uh, Acrylatane. 
acrylatane. Oh, you do love the acrylatane. I love that. You? I love that episode, and I love the concept of them just bastardizing and taking. Like, I, basically, mm. I love that Doctor Who had the balls to go. What if eugenics was a monster? Yeah. Does the family of blood count? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think I think that's a good one because mm. it's just because of like the whole idea behind it. I think it's quite spooky. It is. Really. Yeah. Little yeah. little really lifespan episodes. boys that want to live forever. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. It's pretty good. I don't know. I also can't think of any other one of monsters. And you've got that guy. Very good, sir. Good Thank you, sir. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That guy yeah, who shows things. up every now and again in British things, and you're like, oh, it's that guy. I don't know what he's in. Oh, he's uh, he's Khaleesi's brother, isn't he? Harry Lloyd. He's, um, he's Amelia Clark's brother. He is, yes. And he's like, I don't know, he's like, I'm, I want to be the king. And then she's like, no. And then Jason Momoa kills him or whatever. Yeah, that's fair. Anyway, we've seen Game of Thrones. Yeah. Um, yeah, so them, I guess. Yep. Uh, Robert Vasquez, uh, R.W. Vasquez, simply says, so was Alex Kingston busy? I guess implying that Alex Kingston, River, could have been Lady Christina? Um, yeah, I guess. This could have I, been a River episode, yeah. I, I can see her in it, but I don't know if she'd be like stealing an Earth artifact in Earth. Like, if this was more based on an alien thing. Nah, River will steal some stuff. Yeah, but it's normally she's normally in like high tech alien prisons and stuff, isn't she? Well, yeah, she's in prison for most of Eleven's run. So, like, yeah, true. You don't get there by following the law. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, I think you'd lose a lot of the unit and the, the homeland Earth vibes of it. But I think that's fine. I mean, fair, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. It could have been. Yeah, it could have been River. I don't think RTD would write River though. I think mean, that's like. Yeah, it's very. It's like it's like Moffat's thing, though, isn't it? Well, we even said in the in like that in that two parter, it 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 was like an end signal, right? It like it felt like the the times were changing because we're starting to see characters so synonymous with a different time. Lawrence, shut up. All right. Um, this is from Cameron at Blue underscore Lantern. Uh, it would be funny if I just said desert in it or big fly in it in the vein of my self-proclaimed infamous comment, Big B in it. <laughs> Instead, I say justice for Malcolm. I loved him as a child, and now I still love him as a 23-year-old. One day he shall return and save us all. I'd love him to return. I reckon you can get Lee Evans it's, back. It's prime time for him to return. Like, yeah, it'd be great. It'd be good fun. Unit is at its most scientifically interesting point. <clears throat> yeah. I would love to see Malcolm make a big grand return. And I'd love to see him like in charge of some stuff too. The trouble is, he is Unit's scientific advisor here. And we do have another scientific advisor currently. Yeah, but he'd have been um, promoted. It's been 15 years. Promote him. Well, that's already quite a high position, especially in like recent years. Like, I don't know what else. He, I mean, there can be more than one. How many times advisor, has Doctor Who needed to explain something and just gone, yeah? <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, it's true. But That's most whatever. of the show. <laughs> Anyway, uh, Garen at Garenzilla says, if Malcolm has a million fans, then I am one of them. If Malcolm <laughs> has 10 fans, then I am one of them. If Malcolm has only one fan, then that is me. If Malcolm has no fans, then that means I am no longer on Earth. If the world is against Malcolm, then I am against the world. <laughs> so, big love for Malcolm this week. A ride or die for Malcolm exactly i appreciate that thank you garen uh greg cactus face 
uh, Angie Cactus Face got in early this week. It was like not even <laughs> half an hour after I posted the tweet. Like flies <laughs> on shit, you could say. Exactly. Um, in this episode, it is revealed that the aliens can eat a planet in a year. During the year, Americans eat over 19 million hot dogs while watching baseball in stadiums. <laughs> Uh, and then in Australia, Greyhound buses operate around the country, particularly for long range of trips, such as 20 hour overnight trip from Alice Springs to Adelaide. Greyhounds are one of the only animals raced for money uh, other than horses, although they're not shot dead if they fuck up. <laughs> they're great. Fuck, <laughs> you know. And, yeah. <laughs> so there we go. Thank you for those two beautiful facts, Greg. We, as always, uh, we appreciate it. And you are doing the Lord's work. Indeed you are. Uh, this one is from uh, August at August August. Oh, I thought you were just like, we forgot to read it out from August. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, the, the There's something from August. season two or something. The Twitter name is August. I'm just going to assume that's a Taylor Swift reference because that's all I know. Um, I've seen this episode a lot because it's one of my dad's favorites. He's weird. I don't know. But I still don't know the plot because I'm too busy ogling over David Tennant and Michelle Ryan. Uh, that's fair. That's absolutely fair. They both As a fellow bisexual. Um, yeah, this is... By panic is the phrase, <laughs> I think. Okay, so, yeah. Yeah, not that you'd understand. No, I'm not one of them straight men that's like, I can't ignore... You know, like, some people are like... You are very much one of them straight men. No, but you know you know what? You know them straight people that are like... Mm-hmm. You, they can't even acknowledge that a man is handsome without being like, well, <laughs> yeah, I'm not like, gay. Yeah. yeah. Is this guy pretty? I don't know. <laughs> how would I know? I don't even have a, how a metric for that. possibly yeah. know? Yeah. You know, come on. You know. You, you know what is yeah. aesthetically pleasing. Of course, everyone knows. Um... Batofi Pie at Batofi. I never know how to pronounce this. I'm so sorry. Batofi. I'm just going to say Batofi Pie because the at is that tough. So that would make sense. Batofi Pie. Anyway, uh, pet peeve of mine, but I can't stand Lee Evans. No. Oh. Uh, especially in this episode. I know some people want him to come back, but I am not one of them. <laughs> Osgood is superior in every way. I do love Osgood, I will say. Osgood's a great character. Um, I don't know too much about Osgood. She, you'll get to know her down the line. Um, I know she has a scarf. I do like Osgood. She does have a scarf, yes. Yeah. Um, and a bow tie. Um, yeah. And sometimes some collars. Um, with question marks on them. No, not those kind. Not that kind of collar. No. I mean, like a shirt collar. <laughs> stop. At work, too. No, stop this. <laughs> anyway, I do like Osgood, but uh, I, ca- I can't be with you there, unfortunately. I do like Lee Evans quite a bit. Yeah. But I can understand why people don't like him, though. He's a lot, like, and he's obviously he is written a lot. in his comedic relief. Like, Yeah, he is a very over-the-top comedian mm. as well. So if people's like, I don't really like him, I'm like, yeah, that's fair. I can but... understand like being maybe not feeling <clears throat> a full hour of his stand-up. Yeah, like, but he's you know he's used sparingly in this, and like we already said, he's toned down relatively compared to a normal Lee Evans shtick. So, I always like it when he does the he always does like a song at the end of his stand up. Oh, really? Gets okay. on the piano. Yeah, and I guess on the piano when he plays like a song, and sometimes it's just like a nice song. Yeah, you know? it's just I, like a like a nice way to end the show. Really, I'd fucking love that you can't turn on a Lee Evans without him just sweating buckets within oh, five the, minutes yeah. Yeah. the man the amount that guy sweats it's insane mate he, yeah. could, he could like fucking he could he could provide water 
to countries <laughs> in need. Like, <laughs> really good. Yeah, if, it has to be filters quite a bit, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Damn the lamb. Uh, Damn the lamb says it has its moments. Uh, brackets Malcolm and the Fornox prophecy, but honestly, just a boring one. Uh, I do enjoy the running idea in Doctor Who that humans are a little bit telepathic uh, and some people have it stronger, like Tim in the Family of Blood. I said that. Uh, still a boring ep, though. Certified banger next week. I wouldn't know. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm with you there. Like, it, there are yeah. highs, but it's mostly just like whatever. Like this episode. For I me. liked it. I, I think it's I think it's good fun. Yeah. Uh, this is from our good friend Kate at Maroon Store. Uh, she says Murray Gold gets the weirdo crown from me this week. Uh, for the last decade, I've adored the track that plays when the bus arrives back on Earth. But the track name it's called Lithuania? Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> and then in a follow-up tweet, I've watched this episode countless times and I've always listened out for a Lithuania name drop and every time I'm left baffled. And then all in caps, Murray Gold, explain! It's plagued me for years. And then several angry faces and knife emojis. <laughs> yeah, look, we respect And then the included as a, uh, a screen cap of what I assume is Spotify with uh, Lithuania playing. <laughs> And it is indeed called Lithuania. That's weird. That is really weird. Why Lithuania? Uh, they never mention Lithuania, do they? I don't think so. I, I can... No. I mean, it sounds like Kate's scanned this episode through and through, so... I mean, yeah, yeah. What oh, an odd choice. Kate, I, we need to know, is your girlfriend still putting up with us? <laughs> well, oh, well, oh, oh, okay. Well, here we have a tweet from Abby who is uh, at Sapphic Slowpoke. Incredible. Uh, way better than the next Doctor, in brackets, bar is on the floor. Um, <laughs> I actually wanted to re-watch this one. Main thought, though, was how bad I felt for David having to wear his Doctor costume in Dubai. That's fair enough. I fully would have died. Oh, yeah. Oh, and we were robbed uh, of having Christine as a companion. Uh, and then from Abby, in brackets, Kate's GF. That's sweet. That is lovely. We got the whole. We got the couple listening in. The whole our... gang is here. <laughs> the whole gang's here. Now. I'm glad you didn't the give up after the next here. Doctor Abbey. Like it's it's I... it's a tough one, but you you've you've, you've, you've got one. through the trenches of it. Yeah. Congratulations. We're proud of you. Yeah. I don't know why, but I feel like most of our audience is gay. I get that vibe. <laughs> You don't get that vibe. I feel like you know, you know that meme of the guy at the party that is not involved in the conversation, <laughs> and like someone just does a big thumbs up to him and leaves him alone. Yeah, that's me. That's you. And our gay. Audience. Everyone bully Lawrence for being straight. <laughs> no, I'm a, I'm in their good graces because of the Cassandra. You're the tyrant. Lor- no, <laughs> stop this. I'm riding this high for as um, long as I can get away. With it. Anyway. That is uh, all our emails to this week. Thank you for our beautiful gay listeners. Uh, for uh, Sorry, that's all our tweets for this week. I was going to say, we Thank got you. off scot-free there if you've forgotten to read out the emails. <laughs> no. Thank you to our beautiful gay listeners for tweeting us. Now on to the emails. Uh, this is from Ty Rotheramal, who says, uh, well, the subject line is, Planet of the Dead slash Tim Horton is bad, actually. Mm. Uh, hello, Nathan and Lawrence. Thanks for reading out my last week. Uh, thanks for reading out my email last week. I just wanted to clarify that Nathan was correct in guessing who the actor I was referencing was, to a surprise. Uh, it was indeed the fantastic Daniel Kaluuya. 
Uh, the show has been full of these famous now faces in this era, which made my watch through a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Lots of lots of uh, faces show up in Doctor Who, yeah. like famous before they were famous. Yeah, pre sort of pre fame kind of stuff. Andrew yeah. Garfield, etc. Andrew yeah. Garfield, the big one. Yeah, uh, this episode itself is a lot of fun and features, in my opinion, a really great one off companion in Michelle Ryan. Uh, the dynamic they have together is very Spider-Man slash Black Cat, uh, which is a lot of fun and stands out from who we've seen previously. Also, I stand the insane weirdo Malcolm. What a fun, infectious guy. Everyone's loving Malcolm. Uh, apart, apart from, from that Patofi one guy. Pie. <laughs> apart from Patofi Pie, but most people are loving Malcolm. <laughs> um, <laughs> I am glad it's exciting for Nathan to have your guys' podcast reach all the way out to Calgary, uh, Canada. It is equally exciting to have you guys read out my silly little words. However, Nathan, you mentioned you'd like to visit and go to a Tim Hortons, and I regret to inform you that it really has fallen off in quality in recent years no. due to an American buyout. Isn't that always oh, the way? Oh, that's fucking typical, yeah. Uh, the donuts are always stale, the coffee tastes cheap, and the rest of the food leaves a lot to be desired a lot of people favor mcdonald's coffee over tim's uh, at least around where i am you do have a place to stay if you ever come to visit lawrence book those tickets right now <laughs> oh, i like that it's on me <laughs> of course <laughs> yes it was insane to watch all 13 seasons of the revival in the length of time that i did but hey i fell in love with Doki who can you blame me Absolutely not. No. Uh, while I enjoy the Matt Smith era, I do think it's the weaker seasons of Moffat's run as showrunner, and I'm very excited to get to my second favorite Doctor, Capaldi. Take care, fellas. Talk to you during the potentially six hours Waters of Mars epic. You know what happens if it's any shorter. Skull emoji. Oh, no. <laughs> Ty I don't know what to Look, do Everyone needs this. to... <laughs> no, we really have like dug ourselves into a hole with this one, haven't we? <laughs> I say we, it was mostly you. Um, no, it wasn't me. <laughs> it was mostly you. Why can't... No, let's place blame where it's fairly put, right? It is you all the listeners the having fun with each other. You made the promise that it would be six hours long. Yeah, okay. that's true. So, it's actually not, it was me. But Oh, fuck you. <laughs> trying to shoulder it I think on it, me. Wait, I think it was me. Someone tell us who it was. Stop doing that. Uh, this next email is from Ketty Chicades. I've probably butchered that. I'm so sorry. Uh, I tried to look up a pronunciation and could not find anything. I am very sorry. Uh, <laughs> hello, boys. Long time listener. First email. I want to start out by saying that I'm not British nor uh, or from English-speaking country, so I've never heard of Doctor Who until I randomly started watching it in lockdown. Because of this, I'm not blinded by nostalgia and can say that Ten's TARDIS interior is absolute shit. <laughs> a person who knows what they're talking about. Okay. Finally. Right. Uh, there's a lot of things wrong with it, but I have no idea why is there an old bus seat? Question mark. Uh, I just know that thing is dirty AF. <laughs> All right, it is. Yeah. Uh, Planet of the Dead isn't a terrible episode per se, but the character of Christina makes it unwatchable for me. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Uh, 
I get what they were going for. However, the execution doesn't work. Tennant has killer chemistry with everyone except with a woman who's supposedly perfect for him. Doctor saying we were made for each other had me rolling my eyes. They're trying too hard to make Christina cool, bad girl. Uh, the kiss in the end doesn't make sense. We didn't even talk about that. Because it's so no nothing. <laughs> it is, isn't it? It's just they kissed for no reason. Yeah. Because they're too attractive people and they have to kiss they have to guess. do a kiss yeah yeah exactly <laughs> oh i forgot captain mcgumbo goes <laughs> i'll see i i'd love to see you again sometime doctor and then she's never heard of again let <laughs> me never see her again <laughs> yeah um uh maybe if christina was blonde it wouldn't be so unbelievable also her getting away while she's surrounded by police and unit is classic doctor who logic so yep. whatever <laughs> that's true yeah uh, carmen's prophecy is suspenseful and works just fine malcolm fangirl in the super q and certainly doesn't help ten's ego <laughs> um in journey's end davros showed the doctor how he turns his friends into soldiers that one really hurt his feelings but in this episode he literally employed two young men into unit. Um, so I guess he doesn't care anymore. Never thought about that. No, I know did I. <laughs> Overall, this episode is quite a boring one. Uh, great podcast. I'm also a listener of another happy pod. And I have to ask Nathan to get off the Twitter for your and our sake. Stop listening to film, bro, so you can enjoy movies without preconceived notions. Can't wait for your appropriately unhinged discussions uh, on Moffat's era. Uh, thank you very much. I should get off to it. I, really. I, I, I've always <laughs> said this, right? I'm so glad I've been vindicated, right? You can not like the TARDIS. That's fine. Right, because this point means everything to me. Your your opinion is so influenced by what you think you're gonna think about it. I just don't like film. I just don't like film. But then stop they letting them me. ruin it for you. <laughs> but it's like there's something about it, you know. It's like an itch that I can't stop. Scratching. I know it's one of your toxic traits. You're like, it is. You're a masochist. I am, yeah. I like. I need to know what they're saying so I can get angry yeah. at it. You know? I know you do, and we both know who. Who we know you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, we know about. exactly which profile I look at and scroll through. Because you do the same sometimes. All right, yeah, but it doesn't. It, <laughs> then it doesn't boil my piss for the rest of the week. <laughs> yeah, it's true. No, the rest of the week is excessive. Oh, I find but... the day then. Yeah, that's probably more accurate. <laughs> anyway, thank you, Ketty. Uh, once again, I apologize about um, mispronouncing your name, assumingly. But uh, thank you very much. Very kind words. Uh, the damn beaver this is our good friend leah uh, who wrote in last week yep. hello boys uh so happy you both enjoyed the trivia ha- have to admit the email from the damn beaver was as much as a surprise to me as it was to you <laughs> i had completely forgotten that was actually the name of this gmail account <laughs> the anticipation when you got to the email section was killing me and the genuine grin when you talked about how much you love trivia damn near broke my face in two uh, so I'll give a very brief thought on Planet of the Dead. Then it's trivia time. Hell yeah. We love trivia. Um, yeah, that was fine. Nothing much sticks in my mind about <laughs> the episodes, apart from Malcolm's clear crush on the Doctor. Uh, I always liked watching those scenes on Doctor Who YouTube channel, uh, and that's all I really knew of the episode before I sat down to watch it. Weirdo of this week is the entirety of Unit for standing there with gormless expressions while a convicted convicted thief steals a bit of most likely very powerful alien tech and flies away. What did I say? Yeah, it's fair enough. Uh, But on to the trivia. Uh, The Unquite Dead. 
Despite the episode being set in Cardiff and BBC Wales being in Cardiff, this episode was actually filmed in Swansea. Due to <laughs> having a more <laughs> due to having more surviving Victorian era buildings, Davies wanted to include a scene where the doctor shows Rose what the future would look like if they failed to stop the Gelf. This scene would have featured the two in the TARDIS moving forward in time as the amount of Gelf picked up by the scanners picks up exponentially. The working titles of this episode included such gems as The Angels of Crippenwell and My Name's Dickens, Charles Dickens. <laughs> Fuck That's so me. bad. <laughs> That's awful. At first I thought you were going to end it with My Name Dickens, like My Name Jeff style. <laughs> no. That's quite bad. Uh, Aliens in London. Uh, there was originally no year time skip. Rose would have just shown up minutes after she left. Uh, as for other scrapped parts, Jackie would have followed the Doctor and Rose into Downing Street. Uh, that would have been fun. The murdered Prime Minister is heavily implied to be Tony Blair, but the actor hired Roderick Mayer didn't look uh, like Blair enough, so his body was kept out of focus. Uh, and Russell originally had the alien and the shuttle been found on a construction site until he realized the capabilities of CGI, then created the entrance we see in the episode. What entrance? What entrance is that? That's the, the big old crashing into Big Ben. Oh, I see. Oh, okay. Right. Oh, okay. That makes sense. I would That's fucking have loved to see Jackie just rain hell on Tories. Like, that would have been so that much fun. Been so... It would have been Tories, though. Oh, Labour oh government yeah, it was a time. Labour government. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's plastic Tories anyway. Like, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Red Tories, yeah. <laughs> World War Three. Uh, Christopher Eccleston has said that this episode was one of his favourite filming experiences on the show, uh, saying that chasing a man in a pig costume dressed in a spacesuit is something he'd never get to do doing Shakespeare. <laughs> true <laughs> uh that's all for this week good luck on the six hour waters of mars episode don't forget how many lives you're both responsible oh, for no. leah thank you leah thank you for reminding us there's so um, much pressure on next week it's ridiculous oh, it really is i don't know i don't know what we're gonna do uh anyway this is from jared coastal um subject is planet of the dead hello still got legs team are we a team Ah, uh, no, I don't think so, because we're a warring faction. Because I'm in a power grab. We're a band. To seize power from your tyranny. We're a gang. Uh, I think gang's worse than team. It's cooler. What about a dynamic duo? Ooh, I like that. I like that too. Well, I'm companion, though. You say that in the intro. Oh, yeah, you are the companion. Yeah, yeah. so we're a TARDIS team. Companion. We're a tar yeah, we're a TARDIS team. Okay, that's fine yeah. then, yeah. But you're the companion. Um, <laughs> uh, I have no idea where my review went. It was probably reported by someone to stop it being read out every week. It was probably Lawrence, to be honest. Uh, it had a good run, though, so thank you. I'm impressed how long it went on for. And if I achieve nothing else in my pathetic life, I will always cherish the achievement of having a shitty review read out on a weekly basis, a basis for several months on a niche podcast. This from a man who just had a kid. Yeah. Well. yeah. <laughs> like, do yourself some credit. <laughs> <laughs> You've achieved plenty, Jared. You've achieved lots, man. <laughs> uh, I will try to leave you with another review. Hopefully it will not be removed this time. Uh, as for Planet of the Dead, the bus is called The 200, as the episode is the 200th Doctor Who story. Oh, I didn't know that. There you go. Um, so fuck you and your tangent. <laughs> well, you're still incorrect, regardless. <laughs> okay. 
It is also the first Doctor Who episode to be filmed and broadcast in HD, there we go. As, uh, as I mentioned. Uh, for me, it's the worst of the specials and pretty average compared to the rest of the RTD era. Uh, I'm looking forward to Matt Smith and the end of the RTD era. If you look at it in terms of crisps, RTD is like what's-its. Nice but puffy and incredibly cheesy. Moffat's era is like Walker's ready salted. Solid, dependable, a little dull. <laughs> oh, and then Chibnall is any supermarket owned brand crisp. Um, perhaps you could start comparing each other at each episode to crisps or other snacks. All the best, Jared. Uh, P.S. Due to your Only Fools and Horses tangent last week, perhaps a rewatch podcast of that in a few years, once still got legs, doesn't have legs. Uh, well, we have Glee to do first. Not stop giving him uh, ideas. <laughs> No, we have Glee first, and then maybe we'll do Only Fools. I like the idea of doing an Only Fools podcast, but... <laughs> I have just no yeah. reference for it. Like, I'm... Well, there we go. <coughs> It'll be fun. Oh, dear Lord. It'll be fun. So there we go. What do you think of the crisps? I think that's a, that's got genuine source for a segment idea. Like, that's <laughs> that's good. St- no, but genuinely, because everyone, everyone knows the caliber of crisps. Well, you say that, but they're different in every country. And as proved, this is now a worldwide podcast. We've been listening to in Canada, Lawrence. All right, true, but everyone, the same flavours. And Poland. Uh, yes. Not, not even, though. Not even. Really? Yeah, because they're called different things, and they're different names and stuff. All right, stuff. fine then. Let's, let's settle this. Let's not keep this as a segment, but what what crisp is this episode to you? Uh, to me, this is... This is a Walker's roast chicken, okay? Okay, yeah. I like it. It's good to enjoy. It's not my go-to. Yeah, okay. Okay, yeah. Uh, I will go for a uh, ready-salted um, one of those fries. Remember, you know, like the French fries? Ah, yes. Because yeah, French fries. They they have the contents of something I would like. Right, okay. it's a tenth Doctor story. Um, there's a good bit of like human Earth characters, right? Yeah, but it's so that's the flavor of the French fry, but it's wrapped in this kind of bland, boring flavor. It's, okay. it's the least interesting version of something that could be cool. I got you. So those okay. those are my crisps. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> there we are. Well, there we go. Uh, oh, this is a long email. Okay. Uh, this is from uh, our friend Pat, who wrote in uh, last week, Patricia. Uh, dear Nathan and Lawrence, uh, hi again. You did quite well on my name last week, Nathan. Uh, thought it would be worse. Um, <laughs> thanks. Without further ado, here are my thoughts about the Midnight sequel, They Left the Bus. <laughs> it's given Midnight Part 2, but this time the passengers are not assholes, and the Doctor has PTSD after his last bus experience, so he is less of an arsehole himself. You could almost say uh, midday. <laughs> Shut up, Lawrence. <laughs> oh, and he has a woman by his side, so he's on his best behaviour. Is he on his best behaviour? I don't think, I think he's a prick. He's still a bit of a prick, yeah. isn't he? <laughs> Uh, when I watched it for the first time, it had Easter special in a title, and I thought it was unusual, and I was kind of afraid they're going to turn the Easter bunny, or whatever you guys do on Easter, <laughs> into a Dalek or something. 
rewatched it today and i still think it's unusual to make an easter special uh, an easter special also with no easter in it but the joke about easter's date was good so i guess i can get used to it or not as it's the first and last easter special i believe so whatever <laughs> yeah easter's a weird holiday isn't it, it? Look, it's purely this exists it's like pe- jesus died so now we eat chocolate eggs or whatever yeah i think and also like it's it's one of them that calls into like Oh, you know, you can't celebrate Christmas if you're not a Christian. And it's like, shut the fuck up, man. I'm going to eat some chocolate. Chris, Christmas in the UK isn't even a, a religious holiday, though. Like, it's... No, yeah. It's... Like, technically it is, but it's so far beyond that. I mean, it's it's a fucking... I mean, it's... It's it's, it's just a national holiday that yeah. we all celebrate regardless of religion at this point, yeah. really. Nick, Nick Mason like... defined Christmas best when he calls it the, the guaranteed... <laughs> uh fourth quarter profit guarantee like <laughs> yeah that's that's exactly what it is yeah yeah it's it's a capitalist holiday yeah really yeah. that's exactly what and it i is. don't care yeah. i like it no it's nice yeah. i like it <laughs> um capital capitalism popped off with that one yeah um i'm sure that lawrence loved the sonic riz when the doctor turned his nerdy glasses into shades uh i can't did. wait to hear you can't wait to hear you scream about it um by the way the ego of 10 when he's talking on the phone listening to all of unit fangirling over him he was acting so humble at first but then he gave up also he was mocking poor malcolm for creating his own scale and name it after himself well all right mr time lord victorious i'm the doctor and you're in the biggest (laughs) library in the universe look me up the doctor one and only (laughs) like you wouldn't (laughs) very good (laughs) i mean it's true Uh, is very true. Uh, as a linguistic student, I love every language shenanigans and uh, fuck and this fuck of a language. Uh, I just love it. Also, the doctor is in a sh- is a shitty translator. He wouldn't live a day at my uni. Um, what I learned from the show is that everything can be repaired with a kick, as the doctor kicks the TARDIS. But also in this episode, the fly ship. He does that actually, doesn't he? Yeah. he? Does that a lot. Yeah, I guess that's why he also kicks every companion out of the TARDIS in the hope that this would fix what he destroyed. Ooh, ah, there we go. Jesus, uh, you look human. You look Time Lord is one of my favorite lines from the series, and I'm glad Russell gave me that. However, he spent so much time inventing the aliens in the swarm, he got bored uh, with explaining how the bus will drive on the alien technology. It flew, and that's what matters, of course. If it wasn't that Doctor Who magic, uh, it, if that wasn't the Doctor Who magic, I don't know what is. Um, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Funny thing is, I can't think of a weirdo from this episode. Uh, it should be a woman hearing voices, but hey, everyone does sometimes. However, she was constantly bringing the vibe down. <laughs> she was, really. Uh, I considered Malcolm, but he was just a good lad. I mean, which one of us wouldn't hug David Tennant and say, I love you? Uh, we're all here discussing Doki Who. We shouldn't judge him. <laughs> so I'll go and pick the captain from Unit for hating the Doctor so much. She he wanted to kill Malcolm, so he traps him on that planet. What's more, if she shot Malcolm, who would close the wormhole? Was she go? What was she getting from it? That's true. It's That's very true. Point. Yeah. Uh, anyway, the episode was all right. It brought a smile to my face and was great treat after the last one, which wasn't so good. Excited for next week, as the waters of Mars is one of my favorites. Cheers, lads. Pat. A lot of people saying waters of Mars is their favorite. That's interesting. Waters of Mars is very highly regarded like well we'll see we will see i've not revealed my thoughts on it and i won't until the episode itself i 
think you have, because I know your feelings on End of Time Part Lawrence, 1 and 2. Yeah, you do. Okay. <laughs> so, we'll see, okay? Billy Who still got thoughts on Planet of the Dead. Uh... Hello, Nathan and Lawrence. Hello. Uh, well, we really are starved. Shut up, Lawrence. <laughs> well, we really are starved for great episodes these last two weeks. But nevertheless, there are science-adjacent concepts that can be overly dissected in this episode, just like always. Uh, I know you might be expecting me to talk about the wormhole, but I tried, and it just doesn't make sense, no matter how you slice it. So instead, I'll tackle one. I'll tackle one of Lawrence's burning questions since the start of the podcast. How did the sonic screwdriver do the thing it did in this episode? In this episode, we see the Doctor use the sonic to turn his normal glasses into sunglasses. A version of this kind of technology actually already exists on Earth in the form of photochromic lenses, or transition lenses, that turn from clear to tinted when exposed to UV light. The way this works is actually interesting, Lawrence. <laughs> on the glass, there is a layer of a silver compound, uh, usually silver chloride, which is clear. Then when it is exposed to UV light, the energy from the light is enough to shake the electrons off from the normal lens and it attaches to the compound, turning it to, oh, fuck's sake, turning it into a mix of silver and negatively charged chloride. The silver part of which is opaque, turning the glasses dark, then you re-enter a dark era. The process happens in reverse with the silver shedding electrons and reforming with the chloride. Presumably, the Doctor has a different chemical compound that can make the transitions more permanent and reacts to a frequency emitted by the sonic, although the emitted sound would still have to be on the very high frequency end of the wave spectrum in order to shake loose electrons from the normal glass. This is probably also why he has to do it so far away from the Lady Christina, an effort to spare her from the sound waves coming off the Sonic and definitely not a way to exchange props off screen. <laughs> as always, take what I'm saying with a grain of salt, as I am, after all, just some idiot. Keep up the great work. Love the pod. Thank you, Billy, as always, for that very <laughs> scientific and in-depth explanation. Uh, Lawrence, your thoughts? Uh... Look, as as always, um, my thoughts can mostly be summed up with Russell just went. The Sonic can do that, um, but I do I do respect trying to find some realism into it. I I like the idea that he would have had to have moved the Sonic further away to spare everyone <laughs> the pain of, of the <laughs> Sonic blast. Yeah. Um, but you know, I can think of off the top of my head many occasions where that wouldn't be feasible. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Look, as always, thank you, I guess, for the science. <laughs> thank you, I guess. Look, it, 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 I guess it's answered one of my questions. But, like, <laughs> the Sonic can do a billion things. Lawrence, do not give Billy any oh, that's, questions. That's, that's, okay. yeah. <laughs> I will be reading scientific answers until the end of time as it is. All right? Oh, so only two more weeks. <laughs> Lawrence, ah, oh, shut hey. up. Hey. <laughs> Uh, this is from uh, Bryn M. Uh, Lawrence told me to send you a book. So I've attached my favorite Doggy Oo book. <laughs> it's based off the missing 1964 episode and it's real fun reads. 10 out of 10, would recommend. Love Bryn M. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Uh, and then there's a genuine PDF attachment. Of, no. um, 
Doctor Who and the Empire of Glass. But you see, attaching a PDF no. is where you, is where you fucked up. Everyone, listen. I am I am not obligated to read out attachments. Okay. No, this has to be copied into the body of the email. All right. Yeah. Well, it wasn't. No. So, I am under no obligation to read out PDFs. Although I might, because I do enjoy a good book. I won't do it on the podcast, but I just did my own time. You're not reading a um, PDF book, though. You're gonna. You're... I'll read a PDF book. I'll put this on my iPad and I'll have oh, a read okay, of it. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. So there we go. Doctor Who and the Empire of Glass, uh, a missing 1964 episode. Check that out. Thank you very much. Uh, oh, that that I was uh, the subject line was story time with Nathan. Please, this is no. This is backfired so much on me. Nathan's just it got is a good denied. And also, you can't send me uh, you, that. That doesn't hold up anymore. That thing. That's not true. <laughs> no, it does. Yeah, no. It still do. holds yeah. as much weight. No, 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 no. It doesn't hold any weight. No, no. Because, uh, well, first of all, the Twitter banner is just a picture of fucking um, <laughs> pavement girl, <laughs> Moni Merle, but a pavement from no, the, the real monsters. title, please, Nathan. Pavement nonsense. <laughs> Thank you. But it's not paving nonsense, Elton, though. Yeah, but he's holding her. <laughs> okay, great. Uh, anyway. You can see that uh, sinful hand. <laughs> Lauren, shut up. Uh, Tom Monty still got nails. Uh, dear Nathan and Lawrence, in my opinion, Planet of the Dead is a fun old romp that gets shit on way too much by the Whovian community. I'm with you there. Uh, Lawrence, stop yawning, it's rude. <laughs> I it's like midnight. the flying. St- <laughs> it's not. It's twenty three forty four. It's almost midnight. Uh, and also, I suggested doing this recording earlier. Okay, so so don't. Right? Um, I like flying. I like the flying stingrays. What did you think of the "He will knock four times" prophecy at the end? Do you think this means a certain scissor sister singing former prime minister could be returning soon? What do you think this means for the doctor? His song is ending. What could that mean? Love Tom Monty. P.S. Really looking forward to the promised six hour. Fuck fuck's sake. Waters of Mars extravaganza next week will be really nice to have six hours of pure, unadulterated Nathan and Lawrence fun times nattering on about one of my favorite episodes of all time. PSS, I'm not really expecting it to be six hours long, but four hours would be nice at least. PSSS. If it's not at least four hours, similar to the Tenth Doctor, Tom Monty's song will be ending. Soon. <laughs> oh, for God's sake! Can everyone please stop threatening to kill themselves? All right, look, I can respect a compromise. Okay, all right, I do appreciate the four-hour compromise. I do, okay? I do too. I still don't like. I still don't like being partially held responsible for people <laughs> killing themselves. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. Uh, uh, oh, with, this is an email. I sorry, go on. With regards to the a certain prime minister that may be returning. Oh yes. All I will say is that it may very well be dinner time. <laughs> it may be dinner time. That's a reference. <laughs> that hasn't happened yet. <laughs> like no one will know what I mean. Yeah, I know. There's a little sizzle. Well, they will because they've all everyone knows. They fucking know it, it yeah. But, yeah. 
Anyway, this is uh, the last email, and it's the one that came through as the podcast started. So here we go. There we go. Uh, this is from David with the Talking Pictures podcast. Oh, and Brian. So just in time. <laughs> Brian, well, it's just David, I think. Uh, good evening, gents. Uh, I have to say this episode for me is a real stinker. Oh, boy. Uh, anytime I do a rewatch, uh, this one it's almost. Uh, anytime I do a rewatch, it's one I almost always skip. I don't know why exactly. I just don't think anything about it is good. Could take it out of ten's run and wouldn't make any bit of difference. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, well, prophecy. I think. Yeah, but you stick that in on any character. But that well, but no, but that's <clears throat> but that's not what he said. You take it out and it wouldn't make a bit of difference. Um... So. Fine. Didn't you didn't have this caveat of putting just the important stuff in another episode because then <laughs> the one the one important <laughs> sentence, Nathan. Yeah, but still, it's an important bit, Fuck isn't so. it? I mean, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So I'm right, you're wrong. Um, anyway, uh, I feel like Russell was just told he needed to reach a minimum number of episodes that year, and this is the result. I mean, he was, but yeah. <laughs> Uh, the Catwoman character is... Will you stop oh, yawning? God, I, I can... Every time I look over at you, you're just fucking screaming like a hippopotamus it's just bad, it's just bad timing. You just got your mouth wide open, just stretching it like I'm, a fucking hippo. I'm screaming, but Zoom is cutting me out, so you can't hear. <laughs> okay, great. That's what's happening. Uh, the Catwoman character is supposed to be like an equal slash contrast to the Doctor by going about things in a different way, but yet is dumb enough to pull off her mask in the middle of a heist? What? <laughs> I said this. Uh, and then thinks that the best way to escape the police is on a bus? Really surprised she made it this far in her thieving career. I mean, yeah, that's fair. That is very uh, fair, I, yeah. I actually really dislike this version of Unit, and I'm glad when we meet them again down the line, it's under a new rule, and we'll feel uh, a bit more cohesive doctor to doctor. Yeah, that's true. Like I said, this is the last of the sort of militarized era of Unit. So No more so, grunts. Yeah. No more grunts. Well, there'll be a few grunts. but Yeah, but know. they're cool grunts. Shut up. Uh, I never at all understood the older lady being a psychic for some reason. If it's just a way to provide the ominous warning to the doctor uh, of something returning, surely that could have been delivered another way, like through the Ood at the end of next week's episode. I don't know why, don't ask me to explain, but the whole episode gives off the vibes of this scene from Extras of what people who don't watch Doctor Who think Doctor Who is. Let's have a look. I just realized this doesn't show up on the recording. So this is just <laughs> us. <laughs> so, <laughs> so this is just us sitting in silence <laughs> for a minute. <laughs> we was listening to the we was watching the clip and listening to it. David Tennant's actually in this as the doctor. That's quite fun. Um but yeah, there we go. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Back to the email. Uh, uh, if if I had to say something nice about the episode, I like the scene where the Doctor has everyone say uh, where the bus was taking them uh, reminds everyone of where they were going is important. That was a nice moment, uh, and also Lee Evans' performance was also lee evans performance was great i love a real stand-in for the audience who would just be in awe of the Doctor after hearing so many stories. 
Lawrence, I'm glad you finally got a chance to prove Nathan wrong by listening to Brian and I. You're <laughs> right, he doesn't watch Doctor Who. However, I have introduced him to another happy pod and have enjoyed sharing your embarrassment brought on by both Nathan and yourself. Uh, he wanted me to pass on a thank you for your compliments on his Irish accent and is glad you both got a chance to hear his waffle on each week now that we both listened to the pair of you two doing it. Furiosa, all in caps. <laughs> uh, I did think of a question, despite my lack of interest in the episode as a whole. Why do you think it was necessary for Tan to kiss all of his female companions uh, slash almost companions throughout his run? I think this is the most egregious case of it. Put this episode to bed. Best, David. Talking Pictures Podcast. Hashtag justice for Martha. Um, Look, it was the era. Yeah, it is. It's just the hot people got a kiss. Yeah. It's just the way it is. It's just as simple as that. Yeah. And, and this is the very, the the Doctor Who, well, the Doctor has to kiss everyone era sort of thing, yeah. which does die. And I'm glad that, that era does die. Mm. Um, but yeah. Yeah, it's very it's it's a very vain thing. So We still have one example left to come of the Doctor always has to com- kiss a companion. And in my opinion, the fucking worst one. Um, horrible scene. Truly horrible, horrible scene. Oh, God, I thought you meant in this era. Yeah. Oh, God, no, that. No, yeah. Yeah. Horrible scene. <laughs> One of the only times a writer has come out from Doctor Who and been like, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He has said many times, like, yeah, that was the biggest mistake I ever yeah. made in Doctor Who. And at least he can recognize it. Yeah. Um, yes. So there we go. It's just, yeah, it's the era. Everyone's got a kiss. Everyone's hot, and they all gonna make out. Yep. So, and and look, who are we to stop them? Well, me. Yeah, I, and me. <coughs> no, it's just you the kiss police. To, no, you wanted to keep making out. Oh yeah, my mistake. You love it. Hello, everyone. It's Nathan from the future here. I'm just editing the podcast currently, and I have noticed that unfortunately we missed an email. Absolutely tragic. Um, it was sent in like a a couple of days. Uh, earlier, which is why I missed it um, earlier than I, th- I think it was something before we even recorded the next Doctor episode, which is possibly why it was missed. Um, so I'm going to phone Lawrence. Uh, he has no idea I'm about to call him, um, and we'll uh, and we'll read this out. So here we go. <clears throat> he might not answer. He probably won't, if I'm being honest. Oh, oh, he did answer. Hello, Lawrence. It's me, Nathan James Bauer, your good friend and confidant. As you can see, I am recording um, because you are currently live on the Still Got Legs podcast. How are you? Is this this when we're doing it? Yeah, yeah, we're doing it now. Okay. Okay. So I I just need to let you know. Well, you know, but we we missed out an email. Um, Get to the email. Okay. So I'll just quickly go through this now. Uh, This is from Joshua Johnson. Um, and he starts off with stinker, foul, waste of a special saved by Lee Evans' criminally underused character. Uh, nothing special about this special. No major character developments for the Doctor apart from the prophecy, but they didn't need an entire episode for that. It's just a story and a Russell flop at that. Christina had no riz. No matter how hard Russell tried, and her performance pissed both me off and my partner off because she tried too hard. Pick me energy throughout. 
so far, this is uh, a glowing endorsement of the episode. <laughs> yeah, Christine, yes, it is pick me energy. I think I was saying earlier in the episode that it's, it is, it comes across as like snobby and a bit too try hard. But yeah, pick me is perfect. That's very accurate. You might like this because I think you said something similar or you called them similar, but uh, he goes on to say the giant metal sperms were okay, I guess. Uh, you did call them sperms, so. <laughs> Well, they're they're not, but okay. Uh, The Tritivores looked amazing, so points given there. Uh, The episode was shot dead for me as soon as the bus flew. I love me some Doctor Who cheese, but Jesus Christ. Trying to prove to my partner that Doctor Who is an incredible show was rough going in this episode. Not much else to say, other than I understand why I never rewatched this one. Forgetful and pointless. I would have been livid in 2009 if I had waited for this. Um, my weirdo is Malcolm. I was going to pick the police officer who was after Christina for how happy he was to put her in handcuffs. Man's got no life outside the job, but I wanted to end this on a positive note. <laughs> and in true weirdo of the week, uh, Spirit is out of love and celebration. He he was the only saving grace about the episode, but for me, he's a weird little Welsh nerd in a van. Keep up the good work, lads. Joshua. So there we go. I, I respect the bravery of trying to get this to be someone's starting point for the show. Yeah. Of all of the bangers, of all of the one-off bangers that need no context, you're like, I know, Planet of the Dead, the episode the episode that's only really good for the prophecy. Yeah. It won't mean anything to first-time viewers. Yeah. It's, well, I, I had fun with it. I think it's good fun. But, just, like I said, I said it at the beginning of the episode, right? It's just a, it's just a big fat cup of fire. Yeah, it's just, it's not, it's, it's, it's completely inoffensive, but completely ununique. I think you, you may just be touching on points we've, we've already said numerous times at this point because <laughs> hey, I'm in the middle of washing up. <laughs> me. I know, but we needed to get this done. We need to finish the podcast, and it's now finished officially. Um, anyway, thank you very much. I love you. Happy birthday for yesterday. Everyone wish him happy birthday. This is such a fucking weird bit. <laughs> it's not a bit, it's real. Oh, no, yeah, all right. Sorry. I all can't right. wait to carry on talking to you guys in better quality in a minute. Great, cool stuff. All right, bye, Lawrence. <laughs> bye, Nathan. <laughs> Uh, all right, that was it. Uh, back to Nathan from the past, I guess. Anyway, Vanny's still got thoughts for this week. That was about an hour. Fuck <laughs> you, yeah, know. So, there we go. That's what everyone had to say this week. <laughs> Fuck me. Oh, dear Lord. I mean, we wonder why these episodes keep getting longer. And I think we found out. I mean, it's like half yeah. and half at this point, isn't it? It like, is, yeah. Two halves of the show. Oh, my yeah. sweet Jesus. Right. Anyway. Uh, if you made it this far, thank you very, very much for listening. Um... You are so fucking tired now. <laughs> I'm a little bit tired. Let me pull up my intro. I was going to try and uh, do it off the dome, but I'm not going to be that brave. Yeah, don't do that. You can't even you can't even read it off the thing most of the time. <laughs> it's very true. Uh, thank you very much for listening. If you've enjoyed the show, then you can leave us a little review. We've put the reviews to bed. We're no longer reading out reviews unless they're really funny. We might. Have we got yeah, any especially very funny. funny ones? No, I already checked. There's no more this week. Well, then there we go. When we shan't be reading any yeah. out, but you can still leave us one on your podcast platform of choice. Apple would be appreciated because you can leave a little comment, which would be nice to read. Uh, you, you do on Spotify as well, apparently. Oh, yeah. There's like some thing that's coming out on Spotify that you can... How was this episode for you or something at the bottom of the episode page? I know. I don't use it. No. Um, I, I used to, but now I don't. Uh, you can also give us a little follow uh, on Twitter. We are at Pod. 
that is where you'll see Nathan putting out his little prompts uh, for Still Got Thoughts. You can also email in your thoughts uh, to the email stillgotlegspodcast at gmail.com. Nathan, we have another podcast, don't we? We do. It's called Another Happy Pod, uh, which David and Brian listen to. Yay. If you want to be like those beautiful Irish boys. Um, and a few other lovely people do as well. Uh, it's our pop culture podcast where every week we discuss something in that realm, whether it be a movie, a TV show, a video game. I'll be honest, it's mostly movies, mm. um, just because it's easier just to watch a movie. Yeah, basically, basically yeah. <laughs> yeah, but we do sometimes delve into the other stuff. Um, and this week we watched a beautiful movie about some beautiful gay boys. Yeah, we did, yeah. And we'll, I'll tell yeah. you what, we'll leave you to figure out which one it was. <laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> I know. It's stand by me. No, Nathan. <laughs> no, I'm keeping it. Uh, um, so, yeah, go check that out. If you want to, I'm not your dad. That's true. But I could be. He's not your dad, but I am. Um, and as your dad, I'm going to say again, thank you very much for listening. We will see you next week when we travel through time and space together again. Goodbye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.